0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 25 of Snake Eyes, a Cobra Kai gaming dojo podcast. With you for this episode, we have four of us this week. We'll start with me. Four (laughs) or three
1: and a
0: half. Half the man he used to be. Which wasn't much to start with, let's be serious. (laughs) Right, well, we'll start with me, Jeff.
2: Yeah, JT. Ryan. (laughs) And Josh.
0: Or is it just Ja?
2: I think it's Joe. Now oh, I went to J.O. J. O.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: Welcome Josh, back, buddy. If, mm-hmm. for, for those of you out there who don't know, and how would any of you know, Josh is fresh back from being neutered, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. uh trying to recover. Yes. <laughs> His tender little soul.
2: I am without vast deference. Feeling, feeling very vast deference. Minus vast deference. But, uh, you know, good news is it was a one-time deal, I hope. Yeah. Uh, less full t- than another child. Did
0: you get on the scale this morning? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I did ask for a doggy bag to go. I said, yeah, you uh, Doc, you packed that up for me. Thanks. <laughs> Your wife's got to have him for a trophy. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to check him out to go to the procedure and then check him back into her when I got home. So. Yeah, Don't well, not have gl- those overdue.
0: Glad to hear you're on the road to recovery there, Josh.
2: Well, About 17 beers in, so
0: uh, it
2: seems to take the edge off. (laughs) Can't hurt. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, Josh, we're glad to have you back on on the show, and we're looking forward to listening to what you've been up to since you've been on last.
2: Yeah, it's been a while. Me
0: too. Yeah, it's been a minute. So for all you listeners out there, you'll have the joys of Josh for the next hour or so. So hang on. We'll be right back and we'll jump into the what's cooking segment it's time to enter the dojo welcome to snake eyes a cobra kai gaming dojo podcast It's time to find out what's cooking. This segment is brought to you by Golden Rhino Games, setting the gold standard in tabletop gaming. All right, welcome, everyone. Here we are in the What's Cooking segment, where we talk about what's going on on our grills and what's going on on our our hobby desks. So first, we'll start out, as usual, with Ryan, since he's usually the most interesting on this this segment. Ryan, what's cooking?
3: I he I appreciate that <laughs> intro, but I'm probably going to be the most boring in this segment. Uh, pathetic. Right now. Yeah, I haven't smoked anything in a couple weeks. I've made a couple meals in the Blackstone, uh, but I've been using the heck out of that new grill. Just getting the hang of uh, having a gas grill again.
0: Oh, Jesus, that's pathetic. So, okay. Steak and chicken. Wait, wait, wait. You, st- you
2: spent like $1,200 and you're back to your regular gas grill.
1: Yeah, after he fucking no. shamed us for being peasants. No,
2: no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just want
3: to grill burgers in like 10 minutes. So, no, I'm just getting used to it again. Uh, my next step, though, is I'm going to do the steaks on the trigger and then throw them on the grill for a couple minutes. Now
0: we're talking. Now we're talking. Yeah, like, we're man, talking.
3: yeah I mean, I th- we talked about that a long time ago when we first got our, our smokers and talked about the searing it. So that's uh that's the next plan. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I need yes. to pick up a propane tank. Yeah. <laughs> Start using mine again.
0: Do you need a propane tank, or
1: no, I just need to re- get a, a different one because it's, oh. it's oh, empty. you have
0: one. You have one to exchange.
1: Yes, it's empty. Okay, because I have empty. like
0: four, so um, nope.
1: it's been empty nope. for a while.
0: All right. So cool. I was gonna hook you up, but you don't need it.
3: No. Nope. Yes. Speaking of propane tanks, I uh, I just had the one for the black zone. Well, we got one of those heat lamps for Christmas, and never put it together. Uh-huh. And, and then I got the Weber, and it's like shit. So now I now I have three propane tanks on my deck. Awesome. There it yeah. Is. You need on. to get one of like, those right. big tank
0: <laughs> one of those big tanks in the backyard and just run a line.
3: Oh, I'd love to coming straight off uh, on the decks right off the kitchen. I could run a gas line out there. Yeah, would be awesome, but We'll, we'll see down the road. Can,
0: can you run that stuff just off natural gas? Stuff that's made for propane?
3: Yep they have uh, they have adapters for them. Like a
0: converter. Okay.
3: Yep, and you just run it basically just directly right into the gas oh, line. And,
0: and now you're it. talking, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you're a professional. The only thing is, well, you, you cannot forget to turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Because like your uh, propane tank, you'll just course. run out of gas after a little while. But <laughs> to your to your natural gas line, man, that grill's gonna be running for weeks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no kidding um yeah like,
0: so why is the grill steaming in the rain this is <laughs> <laughs>
3: must be some really really cold rain out there right you're just answering josh's call <laughs> 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 uh yeah so nothing nothing going on the grill uh, I'm gonna do a pol- pork shoulder this weekend um awesome i got like a nine pounder for less than nine dollars the other day so i picked Isn't that up that insane? it's just it's it's crazy <laughs> it's crazy yeah like pound for pound, I mean, there's not, there can't be a better priced meat out there.
0: No, you're right. You're absolutely correct.
3: And it's just not so much food that is. So, what are you do with it?
0: Just pull, you're going to pull it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Just do pulled pork. I awesome. was well, going out of town for the weekend. So, if I do that um, on Friday, then because I always do cooking, you exactly. have to do. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. So, that, that'll be it. That um, sounds
0: like a dad plan to me. <laughs>
3: my manager told me she goes you can't just get the kids happy meals all weekend so they're going to be happy I'm like why the hell would i get them happy meals we can eat whatever we want to eat you know
0: right right so right well uh,
3: that, that's it for for that uh hobby wise nothing nothing too big um i finally magnetized uh two thousand points of my uh obr army that's all finished thanks to jeremy <laughs> so slowly going it's like a Freaking eight thousand points of models, so it'll take me a minute to to magnetize just, it all. Like
0: the bottom of the bases, so you can yeah. transport them. Yeah, okay.
3: yep, yeah. I'm sorry, not not uh, options or anything, gotcha. just for transport. And then I finally got uh, my tableware case kind of cleaned up and re-glued the trays. But I like, Jeremy he ordered. Um, uh, Stealing, what's the Still my thumbnail over here, buddy. Oh, sorry. I'll stop talking about it. But I got magnetic trays. No, uh, all good. Prepped yeah. and ready to go. Battle foam. Battle foam, there we go. I'll let JT talk about it, but we got the new Magna Racks. Um So, yeah, got my Mortec guard ready to go in there. Exciting. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, what's cooking, big guy? Uh, I got exciting news,
1: actually. I ordered uh, a jerky gun the other day. Oh, it oh, it, oh. and it came today. Jerky awesome. gun. What, what is jerky that? Gun? What, yeah, what
0: is a yeah. jerky gun? Amazing.
1: So, you basically, it's just like, it looks like a caulking gun. Okay. That you fill with like ground beef or like sausage or you yeah, know, whatever, you're gonna make jerky whatever you're going to make your jerky out of. Um, Then you just pull the trigger. It's got like four different nozzles for like oh, flat oops. flat pieces or like stack sticks. Uh, you okay. can make
0: like tube like meat. Not like, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, no, no. It's no like, that, that's like a, that's, it Pulls it out for
2: your jerky. Like yeah. processed
0: though. Not like.
2: No, like it just—it just comes out in the shape you're gonna smoke it in or you dry grind, it out you in. You right? gotta grind
0: it up for it to come out like that. Yeah, yeah but it's still right. gonna come yeah. out
1: and be like snack sticks, so like Slim yeah. Jim. So I got jersey. you. No, no, no. Yeah. I got you. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I bought that. Uh, that came today. Um, bought a couple racks so I can cook them on the on the Traeger. Nice. And And I uh, bought a like a multi pack of uh, seasoning and cure. Uh, oh. So cool. I've got. Uh, some lean hamburgers sit in the fridge right now with mesquite seasoning on it. All Smoked, right. So I'm going to bang those out tomorrow since uh, I don't have any other plans.
0: So, so you're just going to make some beef sticks basically?
1: Yep, you are going to make some beef sticks and All see right. how that turns out.
3: What's uh, uh oh, how, how long are they saying to smoke it for?
1: Um so I've been watching different videos and it ranges from like 2 to 4 hours. Okay. Um, it mostly oh, depends yeah. on how much fat content you got in your beef. So I bought yeah. I bought an 85/15 today. Right because okay. uh, it was cheaper than the ninety ten, and I figured it wasn't that much of, of a difference. So, But we'll see. It probably is that much of a difference, so <laughs> yeah. we'll see how it turns out. Um, yeah, yeah. They just I say mean, it uh... takes longer if it's got more fat in it.
0: Oh, okay. But uh, well, two to four really hours a is here.
1: Yeah, so I'm thinking probably about three and a half, four hours, I'm guessing. Awesome.
0: Oh, I'm excited to hear how it goes. Actually, I'm excited for you to bring some over <laughs> so we can try it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get some practice runs done first and – when they start tasting good, I'll, I'll start bringing them over. All right.
3: <laughs> Score. Yeah. I have a, a hydrator I make a lot of jerky on. Um, I've been wanting to try it on the smoker. I just haven't got around to that yet. Yeah, I and mean, my we'll
1: next project is going to be uh, cutting up some like uh, top round to so make uh, actual jerky out of. No right. Nice. So I, that's why I do.
0: Do you have like a, a meat grinder, JT? So you can grind grind that top round down.
1: No, I don't. Okay. Um, so that's why I got the jerky gun. So I just buy hamburger. This, I'll just, uh, the other stuff, I'll just cut into slices and oh, marinate. It.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. So, I got you. All right.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so we'll uh, we'll try that out. Um going to see if maybe I can talk to one of you guys into getting me either pork belly or, or brisket this weekend since I'm stuck at home.
0: Dude, briskets. Flying up, man. It's like 2 uh, 79 a pound right now. Gordon mm. Food
3: Service. I meant to tell you guys this. Oh, I,
0: that's a good store sometimes. What's their
3: yeah. price? Uh, they, they were two forty nine the other day. Oh, shit. Okay. 99-cent 99, 99, you know. yep, pork shoulder and two forty nine brisket. Well, that's like a good, one good one price on both. Off,
1: the one like off of Cedar Street?
3: Oh, there's the one on, on Cedar and Edgewood. I'm talking about the one on West Saginaw in, um, by the Lansing Mall. But, yeah, there, there's Gordon's down there in the South.
1: They should
0: area. have the same price, JT.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know they sold
1: beef like that, or meat like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they
3: do. They, they actually have some really, really good-looking meat in there, and a and bunch some, of different kinds of meat. And really? big.
0: Some yeah. big cuts. You know, because it's like restaurant stuff. You know, people, you know, restaurants go and buy their stuff there.
3: Right. Right.
1: And I'm, I'm super disappointed, because I go to the Charlotte Meyer, usually, and I'm finding out that their meat department fucking blows. I was, <laughs> at, I was at the Ionia one today, and they have all kinds of stuff. They have, like, fucking oh, really? tri-tips, tri and... Um, just like beef ribs and short rib, beef, short ribs. And wow, they don't have any of that stuff of the Charlotte Meyer. So huh. I'm super irritated because <laughs> <laughs> that's the closest one, obviously. And I don't like the one right. on the South side. So
0: yeah, the Mason one's pretty legit.
1: Yeah. The Mason one's got a good meat selection too. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the deal is or what the difference is between all the different Myers, but who knows? Um, yeah. but yeah, so that's all I got on the cooking side. I'm gonna try to do something this weekend because I have nothing else to do. Right? Um, Supposed to rain a lot on Saturday. Sam, so you know. my girl's in the garage. True. So, um, hobby-wise, I finished that stupid white king for Ryan. Dude,
2: he's Sweet. awesome. Thanks, buddy. He's yeah. an awesome model. He's so old school. I love it.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of the model. I think it's a stupid model. Of, co- of course you weren't. <laughs> it's just got too much like armor and. James. He's awesome. He's yeah, a ske- he's skeleton a king, man. He's not as a normal he's, skeleton. It was a, yeah. it was a pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass to paint because you put it all together. Is what it
3: came down to. Well, because I put it together like five years ago, and I gave it like two years ago to paint.
2: Yeah, it's like a it's a
3: seven year project. That's <laughs> why. It, that's why it took so long because
1: I was just not motivated to paint it because it was all in one piece. <laughs>
3: Well, I appreciate it after two years of finding the motivation. Thank you. It's not like you ever would have played with it, anyways. No, and I, I, yeah, I probably never. I never have, and I probably never will. But you know what? I'm a completionist. Nah, he's no. gonna he's gonna be I, one of the heroes in the new book, dude. Yeah, but that mountain one's gonna be fucking sweet. Yeah, but it Looking might be good to take one on foot. So you never know. I know that's why I wanted you to have it,
0: just
2: on the off chance I need it. Either way, dude, I salute your completionist, Ryan. I, I feel you, Thank dude, you. Thank all you. day long. But mm-hmm. it's done now. Um, from one nice.
0: obsessive compulsive to the other. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Got to turn the, the light switch on five times, on and off, or we can leave the room, dude. We're weird. Yeah, it's Jeremy, not, how weird it is it about, to right? not have any, have any,
3: a stockpile of models of yep. of mine, whether it be OBR, Space Marines, Death stuff? Uh, it'll be great once I give you all the uh, sprues back. Oh and shit! Then, I don't, I don't even clutter. want to
1: read my stuff. I don't want them either.
3: Just toss them, recycle them, right, right in the bin. They're going Burn in them. the
1: trash bin unless
2: give somebody else the tie. Wants. that's true i never see them put them in your jack off gun (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna make y'all super
1: jealous tomorrow when i'm shooting my gun off (laughs) i'm gonna take videos just for you josh Yes. (laughs) yes uh but other than that i started working on my um my swig stuff um i got the reds down on the mangler but then i realized i can't find some of my paints um, oh, so I'm right, missing bro. like a lot of my Vallejo game air that I used to paint my gits, so I've got to replace it because I don't know where oh, to do it. Bomber, man! It probably got thrown away on accident when we moved.
3: So, do you remember the the color you got at least?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I don't know if anybody in Lansing sells game air anymore, so I haven't been up to AFK yet. Doesn't AFK?
0: They, do. they do.
1: Yeah, but well, who knows if they have the colors need.
0: Right. Who knows if they're stocked? But you
1: know, yeah, then they I, have a they have a rack. I put an order, or you know, I. Put them in my cart for Michigan Toy Soldier, but I don't know. I was just trying to see if I get them quicker, and then the week just right. got stupid. So they would have been here probably by now. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, you probably could have had them already.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. So They ship um, pretty quick. Yeah, and then I so then I got a bunch of Scale 75 paints coming too, because they were on sale over the weekend for Easter.
0: Oh, thanks for sharing that info, nice. by the way.
1: Well, I didn't know. Hey, well. It was only 15% off. Savage. No, it wasn't a keep huge it all discount. for himself.
0: I, I I gotta tell you, I you know that one that set that you and I both bought the like copper set.
1: Yeah, yeah I've been. Using I it.
0: absolutely love it.
1: Yeah, I've been using it. So yeah, I bought yeah uh, five more of those sets. Oh really? Yeah. So I have got like the red, the blue, the leather, the black and oh, white, and okay. um, the flesh color. Cool. I bought all those. So yeah, I, I really
0: good. like those colors. I I've been very impressed with that that uh, brand.
2: Yeah, I picked so. up one of their golds for airbrush gold for uh, Iron Man from Marvel Crisis Protocol. I haven't used it yet, but
0: oh okay, looked, uh, yeah. So we'll
1: give it a go. Yeah, I like their metallics; they're really good.
0: Yeah, they're very nice.
1: Yeah, so I think if the only ones I got left is I want to buy some of their inks to try and All right. the gold color.
0: Sweet. So maybe well, may need giving. to make a field trip down to Michigan Toy Soldier sometime soon.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was gonna go at the end of the month last month because I was in Royal Oak, but it didn't. The timing just didn't work out.
0: Oh, uh, that's too bad.
1: Yeah. Um, and then the last thing, like Ryan already touched on, I they had a sale on phone stuff for Adepticon Weekend. That didn't happen this year. Uh, they still ran a sale, so I jumped on that. I think it was 20% off. So I yeah. ended up, up buying a, a 432 for myself. Um, and then I got – I had a 720 that I've had forever, and I literally have used it like once where I've oh, taken geez. it somewhere. Okay. Um, and then I ended up selling the custom phone that I bought for because I sold the Dark Elder model off. So it's literally it hasn't been used the way it's supposed to be. So I bought a seven twenty magnet rack to put in it, so oh, awesome. I can get some use out of it. And, and that'll,
0: that'll feel good.
1: Yeah. So that way, when I got some of the bigger stuff, so like I, uh, I put my whole two thousand point daughter's game fit in the four thirty two. Um, oh a, wow, it's a little tight, but it, it managed. So I've got uh, Marathi and then small Marathi, uh, forty witch elves, fifteen harpies, two cauldrons and 10 snakes. So uh, I was a little shocked that they all fit, but sweet. No, that's great. Yeah. So,
0: um, yeah. it feels good when you can carry around a little more compact of a case.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's about half the size of that tableware case and weighs about half yeah. the, the weight. So and right. it's, it's got a shoulder strap, so I can throw it around my shoulder and carry other sweet. stuff. So yeah, yeah, excited to start using that and moving stuff around. So uh, but that's about all I got, so instead of passing it to Jeff, I'll pass it to Josh this time.
2: All right. Whoa. Whoa. Well, uh, you know, it's funny that you've got your jerk-off gun, because the doctor told me if after my procedure I have to have 20, uh, you know, E-Jacks before I'm safe, so I also have a jack-off gun, but we must have got it from two different <laughs> stores. We actually gave you a jack-off gun? Yeah, it's a whole gun, it's crazy. Is it so like off. a flashlight? Yeah, they'll be putting meat in it as well. It won't be ground up, at least I hope. But uh, putting some sausages in there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, man. Uh, in terms of cooking, I uh, let's see. What did we just do last little while ago? We made some salmon. We did like, uh, oh, we cooked oh, it up comes in the some oven. Some big words. Topped it with some parm and some garlic, some parsley. Grill up some asparagus. Nothing, nothing crazy. Topped it with awesome. some lemon. It was good. Good and healthy. Uh, and I we'll, uh, we'll made some penne the other day with some fire roasted tomatoes, a little Italian sausage. It was good. So some what? Yeah, we've been eating on that. So some what? Uh, some penne, penne. Oh, okay. It's not what I thought uh, you said. Nice. No, I don't have that anymore. It's been removed surgically. Uh, but no, we made. Uh, let's see what else for Easter we had. We got a my mother in law says you with know, some good Polish sausage and. So I got some real good Polish sauces, some good kielbasa that uh, we threw on the grill too. So we've been we've been eating all right lately. Not gonna lie. So it's been it's been okay. Now I'm out of the count for about a week though. So who knows what what I'll be eating? Whatever I can find in the pantry, I'm sure.
0: Oh, <laughs> some some oatmeal pies. Say that again. Some oatmeal pies. <laughs>
2: yeah, some cream pies. <laughs> indeed. Uh, no, in terms of hobby, I uh, I haven't touched any Games Workshop stuff in a while, but I have been painting some Legion stuff. Star yeah, your Wars Legion, Legion. stuff's been
0: looking really cool, man. Yeah,
2: I finished the uh, I finished up the ATST, and that thing took me a while, but it looks great. And then I just painted up some of the uh, Emperor's Royal Guard. So I'm gonna start oh, running
0: in the red, the crimson guy.
2: Yeah, that that uh, that that Blood Angels red contrast, man. That stuff really really <laughs> turned out great. Cool. Yeah, so I thought they looked good. It definitely pops, and uh, so I got those knocked out, and we're running some Palpatine uh, lightning bolt up your ass list, JT. So watch out now; it's
1: coming. That's all right. I found some new Anakin straight dragons too.
2: Excellent. I can't wait. Cannot wait. But that's uh that's all I got
0: in that front, boys. All right. Cool. Well, sounds like some you got some. Cool projects there, Josh. Yeah, for sure. As far as me, let's see. Now that the Traeger's back up and running, I busted out a uh, pork tenderloin last weekend.
2: Nice
0: uh, with apple jelly glazed on it. It was pretty damn awesome. I gotta say.
3: Did you make the glaze yourself?
0: Yeah. Well, I did, but you know, I you cheat by using a half a jar of apple jelly and then start adding. <laughs> so I didn't make the jelly, but you know, disappointing. I, disappointing yeah Yeah, crushing (laughs) apples all weekend you know and but yeah i did make the glaze myself uh with with i used the uh the recipe from the traeger app and it was good it was really good and following josh's lead i i put some asparagus on the grill as well
2: always a good decision
0: always a good decision yeah just marinated it up in some uh, olive oil and some seasoning and and just tossed it right on there with the pork. It turned out great. And uh, we also had some Polish food last weekend. My daughter went down to the Detroit area with some friends, and they stopped at a, a little Polish food in, market. In
1: Hamtramck?
0: Yeah, down there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> well,
2: hopefully they didn't get rat meat.
0: <laughs> no. Well, if it was rat meat, it was good.
2: Okay. Did they, did they go to yeah. the Polish market down there, Jeff, the actual Polish market? I don't
0: know which one they went to. They might have just gone to, like, a pierogi shop. Okay. Okay. But she brought pierogies back and a big old thing of kraut for me and some Polish sausages. And yeah, man. You're it was all be, awesome. It was fantastic. Gonna, yeah, you're going to be living just fine. Oh, yeah. It's already gone.
2: Actually, I forgot to mention my, my in-laws got me some Polish beer from down there. So I'm drinking it right now, actually. Oh, so cool. Yeah, man. So, I love uh,
0: Polish food, man. I can I'll eat do. that
2: stuff all the time. I agree. It's comfort food for the soul.
0: Right. Right. As far as uh, modeling and stuff is concerned, I haven't been super busy. I'm kind of on the post tournament, you know, uh, taking some time off the hardcore painting for a little bit. I have started a unit of uh, Namardi Reavers, so they're they're sitting at about twenty five percent done right now. Those aren't Realm Ward models.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I, I was. I'm telling you, I'm going to finish the realm or the Lumineth first. So I, or not the Lumineth, but the uh, Deepkin first, so I don't... Because I, if I don't do it now, I won't go back to them So, just going to knock it out over those next couple months, and then I'll move on to the to the Lumineft <laughs> after that. Uh, also, last couple days, I got a hold of my Cursed City box set here a little bit early.
2: Those nice. models are all looking awesome, dude. <clears throat>
0: yeah, I've been throwing them together. I uh, spent a few hours on them last night, and another couple hours on them today, and I'm getting close to being done already. And I got to say huge kudos to Games Workshop's design on these things. I have not had a lot of positive experiences thus far with the uh, push-fit models. And while these aren't purely push-fit, they do have those pegs, but they are going together extremely well. You mean,
3: as you're trying to force it in, the peg doesn't break, and you just get all fucked up? Right. Sweet.
0: <laughs> Where you have the yeah. big
2: gaps, because it didn't... The big gaps. I right. hate the,
0: the gaps. Yeah. <laughs> I only
2: yeah like, like Michael Strahan, like all your Ryan MCP models. Dude.
3: dude. Right.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh. See, so I've so only bad had gaps. i so only many had gaps. one model that hasn't like gone together. Like perfect. Good. Um, and even that one's not bad. It's just, it was the, uh, was it the Vargolf? Is that what it is, Ryan? The uh, it's guy. similar to that name. It's not the exact name though. All right. Well, whatever it's that thing is, it but, just a little bit, the big bat creature, um, he went together a little weird, and uh, like like I said after I paint it up, it, you won't be able to tell. But he's the only one I've had any problems with so far. And I'm deep into it. I'm like at least two thirds done.
1: Yeah, cool. That's pretty good.
0: So yeah, I've been I've you been guys, really
1: enjoying putting guys these You playing together. that tomorrow?
0: I don't know. Uh, the question is going to be whether or not I have time to actually like read the rules.
1: Not just wing it. That's what we do with limestone Fortress. I know.
0: I know. <laughs> It's usually better when you read through. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what the guys want to do. So, yeah, other than that, that's what I got going on as far as the hobby desk is concerned. Oh, I did wrap up that uh, tournament down at Golden Rhino Games, the the Celestial Hammer. That was a couple weekends ago. Uh, It went really well. Um, I actually was able to pull it out and won the whole thing. woo Congratulations!
2: Good job. Blow fees around. Blow fees for everyone. Right? I'm like, except <laughs> you, you can't have one right now. Oh yeah. That sounds terrible. It really you're, sounds painful right now. You're on you're the even, sidelines, Josh. Not even interested at all right now.
0: That's a sad day.
2: It is a very sad day. Very, very sad day. I feel like, I feel like every time a man gets this, there's like a collective sigh across the multiverse of men, you know? Like when Yoda, yeah. like when all those Jedis get killed and Yoda just feels it in the force. I <laughs> kind of feel like, like yesterday about five o'clock, did you guys just get like a quick little pang of I you did. Know, yeah. sorrow? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. That, that was me. So yeah. that was
0: me. We feel your pain, buddy.
2: <laughs> yeah. No,
0: yeah, we had we had a good time at, at the tournament. Um, Ryan, as I was reporting my games, he brought up a very interesting point that I, I faced uh, five out of six of my opponents had uh, destruction armies.
3: Very interesting for a tournament.
0: <laughs> what are the odds of that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, especially for tournament. I guess the So you're saying who, you had
1: the easy mode.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> Sure. You could say that. I mean, say what you will. He took um,
1: trained at Easy Town. Well, you
0: could
3: have an Easy Street. The walking Dead song. Oh yeah.
0: You uh, could've, uh, yeah. Up.
3: Could've. Uh, could've.
0: Yeah, yeah could have. No, we had a good time. It was it was fun. Um the guys that played in the events were all great no, None of that guy were there. It was probably me.
2: It was you with that goddamn, <laughs> the goddamn turtle.
3: That
2: fucking yeah, turtle, it's dude. It's not the turtles, it's the deep-striking eels. Yeah, Totally true. that guy. Yeah. That turtle's redonkulous, though, dude. That thing is bonkers for the price.
0: <laughs> the turtle's fun. It's a good time. No, we had we had a fun event. It, it was a good time. I felt bad for uh, our friend Jacob. He ended up having to play me twice over the course of the two days. So he played me uh, once in the qualifier, and then we both qualified, and then he ended up having to play me again. Um, and I know he wasn't looking forward to that at all. I, I kind of felt bad.
3: He What did he end up finishing, third or fourth? Uh, no, I think it was fifth.
1: fifth.
0: He finished fifth. Okay. Right, which, you know, he was happy with, and as he should have been. And if he wouldn't have had me to play me twice, he might have finished higher than that. But it goes how it goes, right?
2: For sure. Yeah.
0: So it's all about having yeah, fun, right? That's exactly all about having fun. So thanks to Ian down there at Golden Rhino Games. If you guys are in the area, I suggest checking it out. He's got a really nice shop, he's got a lot of interesting product. Uh if you're into Games Workshop especially, but he has a ton of other stuff as well. Basically anything tabletop, check him out. Um and if he doesn't have anything there, he'll do what he can to, to get what you need. So Anyway, that's it for me. I think that's it for the segment, unless you guys got anything to add. No, sir. All right. So we're going to jet on out for a second, and we'll be back, and we'll talk about Echoes in the Warp. Of. In.
2: All right. Welcome back, fam. Uh, This is the Echoes of the Warp section where we talk about some upcoming news in this gaming world of ours. And the thing that comes to mind most excitedly to me is the reveal of the new Bellacore model. And if you don't like that model, then we could never be friends because that thing is epically (laughs) amazing. And it's about time. And I'm glad yeah. I didn't paint my original, even though I had to put him together with all that fine cast bullshit. Because throw him in the bin. I, you and get? No, he's he's not yet. Not until I get the. Not, not until I get my my new Bellicore.
0: What are you yeah. gonna do with the old Bellicore? That's a
2: good question, man. Who knows? Who you just know? Put I him mean, on the new base a You just put oh, him on the go. big base. Yeah, he, yeah, he's always out of sight because you can't see him because he's you know, <laughs> twenty times smaller than he should be for the greatest <laughs> demon prince the chaos has ever seen. But is it going to be
0: uh, Liam's first model? Right.
2: Yeah, it'd be a chew toy. Exactly.
0: <laughs>
2: but, uh, how does like...
0: go down? Does, does saliva break that down? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they probably, probably die from <laughs> resin yeah, poisoning. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> There's
2: lead, Chinese lead in all over it. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's great. But, no, that new Bellicor model, absolutely amazing. And I, I love how they can interchange it for 40K <laughs> and um, Sigma. is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
2: It was, so, yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, are you guys thinking May release? Uh, what are we? April
0: eighth, um, or even end of the month? Maybe end of the month. Yeah, it. it yeah, maybe. I, I mean, we have Curse yeah. City this weekend. Um, you know, <clears throat> a bunch of Blood Bowl and def- the, the, the specialist games. Next weekend's like the specialist game weekend. It's like anything specialist is coming out next week. <laughs> um, yeah, I could see that coming out before the end of the month, Ryan. It,
2: it was, was cool. a long time coming. Let's be serious. I mean, oh, he for was, sure, he was never properly represented for how badass he is
0: in in the lore but you know what's kind of awesome though josh is that because it did take them so long to readdress him now he's going to be fucking epic instead of sure. just pre- instead of just pretty cool
2: 100 yeah. percent. because if he was to come out
0: like five eight years ago he'd have just been pretty cool
2: no you're right you're right but he's really he's not cool be... at all when you forget to use his ability when well, you play him
0: so. yeah but now he's going to be so big and massive that right. you can't ignore him
2: right <laughs> right, right. 100%. You're going to
0: keep looking at that thing going, what is that? Oh, yeah,
2: that's what it does. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. He needs, he needs to be addressed. Yeah, he will not be lost in the shuffle anymore.
2: No, for sure. But uh, probably going to be a pretty pricey model, I'm guessing. Probably Star Trek price or, or
0: yeah, maybe, yeah, he'll maybe, be, maybe higher. Yeah, he'll be at least a bloodthirster price, right? The yeah, 140 sh- to 160 range sure. is what I'm guessing. Sure.
2: Yeah. But uh, they did an awesome job
0: with him. I, uh, I'm i very excited. Hopefully it's not the giant two hundred dollar price range. Be
2: yeah, because at some point, you know, I mean, they keep raising the prices. At some point, right? You know, you've hit kind of the point of no return. But right. uh, but he is a big mile. It's a lot of plastic. But I will definitely be buying him. Uh, we all know that. So sweet. Well, can't wait for you
0: to pay someone to paint him for you.
2: I, you're yeah. <laughs> Gear up, my friend, because he needs to. He's got an open spot right he's, next to Archeon.
0: He's got to represent.
2: Oh, so we'll yes. never see him again, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I see you over there. If we didn't get a Star Wars Legion, he would he would have been painted. I don't know what you want me to say. But uh, I blame I blame Brian. I blame Brian for that. That's fair. I accept that. You should accept that.
1: <laughs> so what else uh-huh. came out or that we got previews of?
0: Well the other thing is like I said, we talked to Curse City's coming out this weekend. We already kind of talked about that. Uh, the only other major things that I'm seeing coming out uh, in the next couple weeks or next weekend is uh, we have the Warhammer Underworlds set that's going to feature the vampires. The Crimson Court. The Crimson Court, exactly. Uh, and then we're going to see let's see a uh, bunch of Blood Bowl stuff. Are we seeing a, a brand new box set? Is that what we're seeing there?
3: I, or- truth, I have no idea. Okay,
0: I, I have no that. idea either. The orcs know, look yeah. kind of cool, but I don't play them. Or I don't play Blood Bowl. You don't here. play them yet. Nah, don't play Blood Bowl.
2: <laughs> Not Blood Bowl, but you'll be getting into destruction at some point.
0: Oh, and yeah, maybe someday. I'll pick up a destruction army. Right. Um, and then also we're seeing some releases for Adeptus Titanicus. Uh, looks like they're getting a pretty good size box that's coming out with the Precept Manipole, Manipole Battle Force. That's going to drop at 185 bucks. So that's got to have some stuff in it.
3: Yeah, it's going to be quite a bit.
0: Right, and they're getting... You know, a War Master heavy battle titan as well. That's 160 bucks. I think it's going to be huge. Hmm. So yeah, if you're into those games, at least you got some action coming your way, which is kind of nice.
2: Yeah. As long as they don't put it on the Evergreen boat in the Suez Canal. you guys <laughs> <may> Get that <laughs> on
0: time. That's right. Yeah. Poor Evergreen man. They're getting all <laughs> kinds of bad press lately. Yeah. They're still <laughs> stuck
2: there. Still, still baffled. I, I don't. I don't understand the physics of it, but let me get on that.
0: Well, it's, it's kind of like when you're going down Pennsylvania, you see a semi jammed underneath that bridge on at part of park.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, it's it's no different than like a, like a jackknifing trailer. I mean, they said the wind
2: and uh, uh,
3: pushed them off course, I think, and so your ass end starts going out in front of you.
2: It's not it's not that it happened. <laughs> it's how long it took them to unstick it. That's that's right. what's oh, quite yeah. baffling yeah. to me, right? But it, they had, like, 47 tugboats down there. I'm like, I Right.
0: Well, it was, that sounds man. like the
3: only reason it, it left is because the high tide came in. Yeah. And it was, like, an unusually high, high high, right. high tide. Right.
0: Oh, okay. Right. You know, and, you know, Ryan, you got to kind of call a little bit of bullshit on that wind excuse because how much fucking wind would it take to move something of that size? Well, oh, it God. was a
3: sandstorm, and they said it was a, a two-minute-long gust of wind, like, consistent... <laughs> Gust for two two minutes.
1: Must have been that. the same wind that knocked Biden over going <laughs> up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh, poor guy. Wind is always the enemy. Oh, it's <laughs> the worst. Yeah, but now they're they're holding the boat in the lake and until the company pays them like a billion dollars is what they want.
0: Oh, because of all the cost it took to to break yeah. it loose.
3: Well, apparently they only cost 90 or they only lost $95 million in, uh, like oh, like tolls. Is... Um, well I'm saying they want a billion dollars, 95 million in tolls and they're saying the rest is a recovery operation. Well, I don't think that costs $900 million for six days of work.
0: Yeah. This seems, this seems excessive, right? Oh, hang
2: on. Were they union guys on a weekend? Uh, I mean, I'm just having...
0: <laughs> 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 they must have a serious minimum Fair wage question. over there.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> they get paid a living wage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I'm sure the workers of the Suez Canal are really into <laughs> living wages. I'm sure that's a thing. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic.
0: Insane.
1: No, anyways, uh, uh, on Monday, we got a first look at what they're doing this month on Mondays. Instead of the New Model Monday, they're going to look into the new Broken Realms books and give us teases of what's coming out
0: there. Uh, oh, I didn't catch what came out this week. What would you find, didn't, You didn't
1: see The Witch Hunters?
0: Oh, you know, I did see that.
1: Yeah. They're from a future Broken Realms book. They didn't say which
3: one. So They're awesome looking. Uh, yeah. I really hope yeah, this is incredible really Yeah, uh, they I, are. I hope this is setting up like the, the storyline of vampires are taking over. They're going to be the big baddies. And now Sigmar, it's his time to shine again. And he needs to come out. And it's going to be Sigmar shit. Big time, like some kind of Witch Hunter, Sigmar chamber. And then, obviously, uh, like the old school Witch Hunter faction, which I guess they're just cities, aren't they? Yeah, but there yeah, isn't much left. They have, they have, like, flagellants or whatever, so I'm kind of hoping
1: they make a whole new city and come out with new models. It's be yeah. hard, though,
3: to do, like, a city
1: of witch hunters. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking AOS.
3: <laughs> yeah, fair.
1: They just fair. make shit up. Or it doesn't right. even have to be all witch hunters, it's just, like, new, like, flagellant like, it oh, yeah. just, models. Just, humans. And, just normal yeah, yeah. humans. Just a cool-looking human army, because all
2: the old human models are stupid. So... That's true. No, Storm, Stormcast does not need any more models, for the love of God.
0: No, that's that's true. That's and true. I
2: play and I play them, but my goodness, let's just let's let's stop with the madness.
0: I also love the southern the father daughter twist to the yeah, story. yeah, it's great. Good some good memes.
2: Yeah, yeah, his
1: face has got that like laughing look to it, so it's great with the mom or the dad jokes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> There's yeah, some good. They're dad they're all dad over there.
1: the place, right? Yeah, so that's cool. Uh, they're doing that, so I'm not sure what we'll see next Monday. But
3: Yeah, we'll have to keep our eyes out. <laughs> did we see uh, a new vampire since the last time we podcasted?
1: Uh, That chick-looking one? I don't remember if that was the last time we did it or in between. Oh, oh, the, with, the with the long Monday. dress and the sword, she looks awesome. That countess or whatever?
3: Yeah, with the mask.
1: Yeah, well, I think, I think, think we did talk about her we last We talked time. about
0: her. Yeah, we okay. talked about her last episode. But I'm awesome vampires is,
3: is eminent. I think that they're going to be right around the corner.
0: I agree, Ryan. Right around the corner. In fact, you might see them late April. Yeah, that's instead true. Of, uh, instead of instead of but <laughs> and, and you know the Bellacore release is kind of weird because it's up. It's a two system release, so we may not see a standard you know style of release with that. You know, with you know back and forth AOS 40k because you could count that as either or. All right. Yeah. And especially with you know. The forty k stuff, you know, coming out. I could definitely see that being like looked at as a forty k release, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, but it's yeah. coming out Broken Realms, Bellacore for Ah Sigmar. So well, that's
0: a good point too.
1: Yeah, yeah I think they'll book, right? they'll
3: just refocus him in forty k at a later release. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, very possible.
0: And yeah. the Bellicore is the next book they're saying, right, for Broken Realms.
3: Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: Right. Well, hopefully, it won't be forever on that. I really don't want to see the Broken Realms drop after AOS three. No, I would, I would prefer that they all get dropped before AOS three. Yeah. It's just like a better lead into the new edition, you know, yeah. than just kind of have this.
3: Yeah. It's like you're releasing late stuff. Right. After the fact then.
0: Right. It does yeah, it doesn't feel it. It feels like this is all supposed to be AOS two stuff, right? Yeah. As it is. Anyway. All right. Well, we have anything else that we want to mention here and echoes in the warp. Nope. No, I think that was everything that came out. Josh, you, you, you seeing anything in, in your dream state, your 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 pain haze that you're in here?
2: I mean Star Wars Legion stuff, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, but I don't think you do, my friend.
0: No, I do not. That's true. Yeah, all other right.
2: Other than that, that's all I got, buddy.
0: All right, guys. Well, we'll be right back after this short break, and then we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the Broken Realms Teakless book. So hang on, we'll be right back.
1: And we're back. We're going to be talking about the Broken Realms Techlist book tonight. Uh, just going over kind of what the new stuff is um, and whatnot. Uh, so we'll go ahead and start with the Nurgle stuff. Uh, so they actually got two new scroll rewrites like the Deepkin did in the last book, uh, the Marathi book. They got three. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, three. Yep. They, I forgot about the Beast and Nurgle.
0: Yeah. yeah, don't forget about the Beast, <laughs> dude. They might be the best one.
1: Not, not at the points level, but. We'll talk. Um, so, yeah, both the Heralds got a rewrite, which is good because they weren't really thematic before. They were kind of, uh, I don't know, they were weird. Nobody ever took them. Right. Um, but you'll see them all over the place now.
0: Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> I love it when they do that.
1: Yeah, so they still have uh, their 5-0 Feeling of Pain. They had one right. of the bravery characters because of Nurgle Demons, which who cares. So um, which one are we talking about first? Oh, the sorry, the Biopiper. Piper.
0: The Biopiper, Piper, okay.
1: The dude with the the organ or whatever, the bagpipes. The bag yep. yep. Uh, so they change it so that he's got something to do with his songs now. Uh, so you get to pick one of these, um, and the effects last until the end of that phase. Um, and then if there's a unit that can benefit from more than one tune, then neither one of them work. So you only get one buff from this guy. You can't stack multiples and do all the different songs. So
0: Which would be amazing if you could do that. Oh, for right. sure. Uh, yeah. I, can, I can see why they <laughs>
1: Yeah, so the first one's called a Stab and We will go. Uh, you get to add one of the attacks. Characteristics of melee weapons used by Nurgle demon units that are wholly within 14, which is pretty super sweet. legit. Yep. Fantastic. Uh, the next one is early one evening, my pustule was seeping. Uh, the unmodified <laughs> hit roll for an attack made uh, by a friendly Nurgle demon unit within, wholly within 14 inches is a six, and it inflicts a mortal wound in addition to normal damage. Uh, so, basically, it turns uh, their best spell that is hard to get off, especially nowadays, um, into just an ability that just works. That's so good. Yeah. So,
0: if you got the spell off, would it do two? Mortal yeah.
1: Lose? Yeah, for sure, because oh. it's two different sources.
0: Legit. Yeah. That's legit. Okay.
1: Yep. Um, and then the last song that they can do is called uh, My Love is Like a Ripe, bright Fart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you yeah, got enemy models within three inches of friendly Nurgle Demon unit that is wholly within fourteen inches of any friendly biopipers. Playing this team cannot finish a pile move closer to a model from that unit than they were at the start of the move. Uh, so basically yeah. it stops your opponent's models from piling in. It was shark. Is, which is really good. That's quite yeah, the it's uh, recurring ability lately.
0: It does seem like yeah, quite the quite the recurring theme, right?
1: And the cool thing is that this works in both combat phases. Um, so, right, because it just is so you just, you just choose that one in your opponent's turn so he can't pile into you, because hopefully you put yourself in a good position on your own turn. To right. Take advantage of one of the other ones that, you know, either does more wounds or gives more attacks. Right. So, yeah, this guy's legit. Uh, I think he went up to like. 100, He's 150. 150. He's 150. Yep. 140, right? Right.
0: So, as a Nurgo <laughs> player, what do you think about paying 150 points for this guy?
1: Oh, I think it's great. They're all I about their crazy. support pieces. Uh, the right. only problem is, is that he's you know a small model with low wounds and can get right. shot off. That's and the... a five up
0: save, yeah. I mean, but so. as is anything, anything with small heroes, right?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, then you got the dude with the scroll. He got rewritten as well. Um, the
0: so the... pox scrivener.
1: Yep, the scrivener. So now uh, he gets to do uh, like a tally instead of I think he used to give reroll ones to plague bearers. Uh, so this is way better now. Uh, so you can um, pick a character that has this ability. Um, and then you you uh, do a count, and then it lasts for the phase, just like the other one. Um, you pick a friendly. I'm sorry. You pick a friendly bear unit, so it still has to be plague bears. The other guy affects all demons. Um, so this guy just does plague bears. So, Talia it Blows is add one of the attacks characteristics of melee weapons used by a unit. Uh, so, you could actually give these guys plus three attacks to Plague bears by using the Bile Piper, this guy, and then uh, the Command Ability from the Greater Clean One. Okay. So, you can roll with four attack Plague bears. Pretty sweet. Which isn't uh, too bad.
0: I, I kind of think I go with three attack Plague Bearers with the with the Immortal Sixes.
1: Yeah, for sure. Or if right. you already have the other uh, the other spell off, you could probably go the other direction, but right yeah um and then the next one he's got is a uh, studded studded lacerations so you can improve the rend characteristic of melee weapons used by a unit carrying out this count by one give uh, nice. play so bears rend one uh which is cool because that was one of their problems is they're not rend at all They
0: couldn't so, hurt anything right just yeah. bounce off
2: yeah they're more of a target unit but now it sounds like right. they maybe it will
1: do both <laughs> yeah for sure and then the last one that he gets to do is recorded stamina. Uh, add one to save rolls for attacks that target a unit carrying this uh, count. So yeah, that's it's pretty, not a bad thing either. Pretty good too. Yeah, you can give them a four up reroll ones, and then a five mm-hmm. up after damage save. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then you give them um, that one, the one demon trait from the Wrath ever the Everchosen book that lets them uh, reduce run by one as
0: well. Yeah, that's right.
1: So, yeah, hey, they can be. this still can be the tar pit that just right. said that they could be. So I like
0: one forty for that. Seems pretty reasonable too. Yeah,
1: not not too bad. So I was actually running them pre rewritten scroll. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I definitely it's a little little more expensive
0: for them, but still I think the points are worth it. Worth the points. What yeah. are we talking like a twenty point bump?
1: No more than that because they were like ninety points because they, oh, they kept so. dropping them because nobody was taking them. Gotcha. So yeah, so they took, right. took a big big hike, just like the beast in Urgle did. Uh, this guy used to be like 70 points, and he's like 120 now.
0: Yeah, 120.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, but not too bad. Uh, he's, uh, Moose five has eight wounds. Uh, so you're paying 120 for an eight wound model. So not too bad.
0: No, not uh, horrible.
1: Still only has a five up save, though, but then it's got right. the five up after but save.
0: The, yeah, the after save is. That's always worth something.
1: Um, and we didn't talk about the attack profiles in the other guys because I'm pretty sure they're, they're the same. But the Beast and Ergos attack profiles changed.
0: Right, and if those guys are fighting, you're doing it wrong. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah. They don't have. They don't have a terrible stat line for a character on foot. Right. But, um. But yeah, the Beast and Ergos attacks changed. Uh. They have one attack that's the clawed limbs and fang maw. Uh. It's four attacks. Uh. This is my problem with this model is it hits on fours.
0: Yeah. The four hits on fours is always tough.
1: Um. <laughs> uh, then it wounds on threes so with a minus one round and it does two damage. Score, And then it has D6 uh, tentacles and slobbering tongue that hit on a four wound <laughs> on a three with no rent one damage. <laughs> so, so he's got a little killing power, but not too much. Um,
0: well, he's not yeah, not in the fighting. He's not going to do his damage with his attacks. It's going to be with what you're about to talk about.
1: Yeah, so before this unit makes a retreat move, uh, this is the acid slime trail. You roll a dice for each enemy unit within three inches of this unit. And then a four up, the unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. Right. Um, and then this unit can, uh, it's got attention seekers. So this unit can run and or retreat and still charge later in the same turn. So basically you're going to retreat them and then charge them back in. Right. <clears throat> um, and in addition, when this unit retreats, it can pass across other models in the same manner as a model that can fly. So that's mm-hmm. pretty cool can't,
0: too. Can't lock it in. Right. <laughs> yep.
1: So you can jump over shit. Right. Um, and then it's got pestilent battering ram. So after model from this unit finishes a charge mo- uh move, uh, you roll a dice for each enemy unit within one inch. Uh, so it affects multiple units. That's pretty cool. Yep. Because you're on a big 60 mil base.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> and then on a two plus, that unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. Um, so that's pretty good too. Right. So you can do D3 mortal wounds retreating out and then charge back in and do another D3 mortal wounds. So.
0: Yeah. You can. Yes. Super you good. You
1: can whittle, whittle some shit down or go hunt they- down backfield yeah. characters with them.
0: Right. And the other cool thing is that you can take this in units of up to three.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So
0: you could have, you know, basically three D three mortal wounds coming in on the charge. Yeah. And you know that's nothing to sneeze at. Oh, yeah, so. for sure. Um, yeah, I g- gotta say, um, gosh, who, what was I playing against at that tournament? A golden, a golden rhino. I was doing, and I just kept throwing mortal wounds at him with. uh Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was Ryan last week with my chariots. <laughs> <laughs> he kept bitching after all the, my, my impact hits. Oh, it's crazy. It was great.
1: Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I'd yeah. pay points for these guys, but they're definitely a, a summon option now. Oh, there you go. Like, I could see myself paying the points, summon points to bring them in. Okay. But I think you only need 14, so turn three I could pop them out.
0: Okay. So. That'd be pretty cool. You know, and – Impact hits are awesome when you have something that's kind of whittled down, you know, and you just got to get that auto-kill thing going in there practically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll summon some in and they'll be amazing and I can justify (laughs) bringing a unit in or whatever. Right. So.
0: I think they have some play.
1: Yeah. We'll see. I've got one and it's already painted. So.
0: All right. I don't love the model, but whatever.
1: Yeah. It's kind of goofy.
0: It's kind of goofy.
1: But yeah, that's it uh, for the normal (laughs) stuff. That's what we're talking about. Kind of like
0: Whoopi Goldberg.
1: Yeah. It does, go. <laughs> <laughs> it's got that goofy ass face too. Right. Actually, I, I prefer air. the older ones better myself. But okay. Um, uh, that's about it. They got a new battalion, but it's kind of junky. It like brings a unit of like bear's back, uh, like a ten man unit. It's kind of
0: you know. I actually thought it was pretty legit.
1: It um, is, but
0: only because you know you have to have two plague Bearer units, and then each time that plague unit. The first time it's destroyed, you get a ten unit a unit of 10 right back. Yeah. So I was just kind of thinking you take two 10-man units, you know, and then they get replaced. So it's kind of like, you know, auto, two auto-summon Plaguebearer units.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're going to be taking and like 10 anyways.
0: And it's 120 points.
1: Okay. I didn't realize um, it was 120.
0: That's yeah. Kind of terrible. No. And, the, like, how many points are 10 Plaguebearers?
1: Uh, like 110 or
0: something like One, that. One, eh, Okay. So you're kind of, like, getting... One unit free, you know, and you're kind of paying for the other one. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't think it was horrible because you're, you're already free... going to take two units of plague bears, anyways. So right. You're take your two thirties and then
0: the right. two
1: characters, and it drops you from four drops down to one.
0: Sure, and but in a, I would also like it a little bit better if you could <laughs> take more than two plague bear units. But I can see why they're not letting that happen for 120 points.
1: Yeah, that's not terrible. I'll check it out, no. but we'll see.
0: It's it looks okay. Yeah. We've definitely seen worse.
1: Yeah, for sure. I thought it All was right. like going to be 140 or 160. So. No, it was 120. Nah, that's not too bad.
0: Yeah. All right. So following up the Nurgle units, uh, we're getting a new free city. Uh, it's for the cities of Sigmar. Uh, the city is called Settler's Gain, which is kind of an odd name for a city, but so it goes. <clears throat> And with that city, you're gonna be, uh, a Girl battalion is being released, uh, and that Scroll battalion consists of a battle mage, a Luminarch, and a Celestial Hurricaneum. And then the Luminarch and the mage are actually named, so they can't be given any uh, artifacts or anything. <laughs> and I'm trying to find out what the points of that thing was. It's 120 points for this battalion. And the ability is, is uh, when you use the searing, searing Beam of Light for the Luminarch from this battalion, you can reroll the roll that determines if a unit suffers D3 Mortal Wounds. So you can basically get your, reroll your wounds. In addition, uh, you use the Aura of Protection ability for the Luminarch of Heesh from this battalion. You add one to the roll to see if your Mortal Wound is negated. So it gives you a 5-up DPR instead of a 6-up DPR. So not quite sure if that's worth 120 points. But you are able to take Those the, three of the good drop. Yeah, that's not terrible. No, it's not terrible. No, but it's still 120 points. Uh, then there's a bunch of, of course, uh, with as with any of the cities of Sigmar, you get all the battle traits, command traits, all that, ge- all that stuff. There wasn't really a ton in there that I found worth talking about, as far as the uh, the city abilities. It has to be from Heesh. That's one of the rules. Um, then they have a rule called uh, Lumineth Tutors. It says you can choose one extra Settler's Gain Free, hero, free Guild Hero or Settler's Gain Collegiate Arcane Hero to have a, an extra artifact to parse. So you get a, a bonus artifact, basically. Um, and then probably the most important thing here is that when you choose to play the city, one in every four units can be uh, Lumineth Realm Lords, in addition to one in four being Stormcast Eternals. So you can kind of have like, kind of a cool mixed force. If you go this route, I think mixing in reason you take this. <laughs> or that yeah. Don't don't disagree. There's way better options in the actual cities book, right? Uh, and then they have a command ability that says, uh, "Pick a friend, friendly settlers, gain Lumineth realm lords hero." Jesus, that's a lot of command, a lot of keywords going on there. Um, you do not take battle check or battle shock test in that phase for friendly units within 18 inches of that hero i'm not going to read all those keywords that's ridiculous um as far as the command traits that are going on i think the only one that i would probably bother with would be the extra command point on a four up
4: Mm -hmm.
0: as far as the artifacts of power i kind of like the Heartstone. the first time the bear is slain they get to come back on a four up i think that's kind of cool and then the spell lore, there really wasn't a ton in here that I liked either. I think the only one that I would probably take out of that is the Drain Magic. But then you got to be close to an enemy caster anyway. and Which has a casting value of 6. If success, if, if successful until your next hero phase, subtract 2 from casting, dispelling, and unbinding rolls for wizards within 12 inches of this caster. So, yeah. now miserable, but you just got to be too close to to your enemy in order to uh, get that off. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's it for the the, the city. Um, I don't really see this getting much play. There's just not enough there to make it interesting versus some of the other cities that are out there that do what this does for better.
3: No, like you said, if you have this really cool Heish army Right. Uh, from the heavens that contain elves and Sigmar right. dudes and maybe, humans.
0: Maybe, maybe you uh, can't afford to get all your Lumineth right now. so, <laughs> <There> you go. <laughs> so You're going to mix it with some of your other collections so you can get it on F- the table faster.
2: Stormcast,
0: yeah. right.
2: You just take a bunch
1: of little MSU 90 point human units to take the good stuff.
0: Right.
3: <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah, so that's it for this. Then following this up is some uh, death stuff. Ryan, what do you think?
3: Oh, uh, they both suck. The first oh, one's Mort- Mortavell's Hell Court for flesh eaters, and it, it's terrible. You have to be Hallamorn, which I think is probably the worst uh, court that you can pick for flesh awesome. eaters.
0: Don't you love it when they do that?
3: Yep. And what you gain out of this isn't <laughs> doesn't make it any better. So big pass on that one. Uh, second
0: points for that one.
3: Second one I was excited about. Um, once I heard that Obi was getting a battalion, but same thing. This one's pretty
0: disappointing. This one was 120.
3: Uh, so it, it's okay. It's fine. It's, uh, it's a leech Cavalos who's named and then two death rider units. Um, and you're from the Staliak Lords. So if you want to run a cavalry army, you're going to be picking the Staliak <laughs> Lords anyway. So that's, that's the composition of it's okay. Uh, right. but then, then there are abilities though. Relentless attackers. Uh, each time you pick a unit from this battalion, when you use your rally back command ability, which essentially, essentially, um, uh, lets them retreat and charge. that's what it does i'm sorry on a four plus you receive your rd point back so okay okay yep and when you get like six of those to turn and then Uh your artifact uh uh he even though he's named he still gets to get an artifact which is cool
0: okay that's cool
3: yep um but that's i don't care how many points it is there's the the battalion for stalliac lords is better anyway what's the twisted challenge command trait you remember Twisted Challenge Command Trait. What are you talking about?
0: It says here that uh, if Horak Benzai is your general, then he has the Twisted Challenge Command Trait from OBR.
3: Oh, I didn't. I didn't even see that.
0: Yeah, it's just forcing you to pick a command trait. I just wanted to know if you knew what it was.
3: Nope, because nobody ever takes that one.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Can't be that great then, right? Nope.
3: So it's cool that OBR gets some attention, but the sucks.
0: Which is too bad. Yeah. It's, it's really, really too bad. Yep. So, outside of what we're about to talk about, uh, actually, you know, I think the the Nurgle was a win. The Nurgle units were a win. I, oh, I, I agree.
3: Think. Yeah, I uh, think I this scared. is a premonition that Nurgle is going to get a new book. This kind of reminds me of DOK. Well,
0: they're definitely do, right?
3: Yeah, they were. One oh, of for sure, first. they're one of the oldest.
0: Right, they're definitely do. Um, as far as the city stuff, man, whatever, just kind of like the cities in the first book, like who gives a shit. And, uh, then yeah, the two death scrolls were kind of sad. Yep. Kind of sad. So that brings us to the bulk of the new stuff coming out in this book, which is pretty ludicrous if you ask me, as we've talked about a couple of episodes prior to this, but we've got a, just a crap ton of new Lumina Wars units that came out in here, including two new Great Nations on top of the models. So the first Great Nation is the Great Nation of Illumina. And what you're getting with this is you're getting an ability called Claim the Field. It says after armies are set up, uh, but before the first battle round begins, up to three Venari or Cenari units can make a normal move, but cannot run, which is pretty awesome. Um, then, because that could, you can move your archers or your spearmen or your horsemen up. Which is, uh, that can be a lot of free movement there. Uh, they're also getting a command trait called Burning Gaze. At the start of the combat phase, you can pick an enemy unit within three inches of the general invisible. Roll a die on a two-up, the enemy unit suffers a mortal wound. Yeah. who cares? And then, they can also have a command ability called Seize the Moment you can use this command ability in your charge phase. If you do so, pick one friendly aluminum unit that ran that turn and they can charge that phase. That's pretty awesome for a command point. And then the artifact is the weight stone and once per battle in your movement phase, instead of making a normal move with the bear, you can pick a point on the battlefield within 12 inches. If you do so, remove the bear and set them up within one inch of that point, more than three inches away from any enemy units. Kind of neat. A yeah. 12-inch teleport move. That's pretty cool. A redeploy. Right. <clears throat> Following that Great Nation is the Great Nation of Helon. So the main ability of this Great Nation is uh, called Gale of Killing Shafts. Josh, you can't be in this one. Hmm. <laughs> um, you add one to the attacks characteristic of missile weapons used by Helon models that were within three inches of an enemy unit. So it gives you some punching power if you're already in hand-to-hand combat. Um, okay. If you're in that position in this army, you're kind of up the creek. So, But, okay.
1: Wasn't uh, the bird archers better with their bows in combat?
3: They're they're a minus two rend instead of minus one rend.
0: Oh, on the, on the horseback? Yeah,
3: it makes no sense.
0: Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. That is kind <laughs> of bizarre. Uh, Then we have the command trait, called Sky Grace Grand Champion. Once per battle, you can reroll one run and one charge and one casting roll for this general. Okay, fine. Followed by his command ability, which will be gone like the wind. You can use this command ability at the end of the combat phase. If you do so, pick one friendly Helon unit that fought in that phase and is wholly within 12 inches of a friendly Helon hero. That unit can make a normal move, but cannot run. It can retreat. Alright, that's kind of cool. You can bop a unit out of combat after you after you fight. Yeah. They have a little bit of play. And then the Artifact of Power is Metalith Dust. Once per battle at the start of the combat phase, you can pick one enemy unit within three inches of the bear. If you do so, subtract one from hit rolls and wound rolls for attacks made by that unit until the end of the phase. That is a good artifact. Yeah. That's yeah. a very good artifact. That's one of the better ones I've seen.
1: That's the one you have to take first.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one you have to
1: take.
0: <laughs> and usually, the one you have to take, you're like, man, I don't want to take that. But that one, I would want to take. That is a that's a winner right there. Um, as far as overall, I don't think either of these are better than Cyar for sure, and I don't think either of them are better than Yemetrica either. I agree. I I think they you know, be somewhere in that third to fifth range as far as the, the Great Nations are concerned. Yeah. So, you know, not horrible, but, you know, not an auto-take for sure, which that's not necessarily a bad thing. So then let's just talk about some units, huh? What do you think?
3: Sounds great.
0: All right. Well, we'll talk about actually some, uh, the three battalions real quick, real quick first. First is the Huracan Temple. Uh, with this you have to take uh, Severeth the lord of the oh, seven what attacks <laughs> or, half or half one two. hurricane spirit of the wind you don't have to take Severeth if you don't want to. Uh, then you have to take a hurricane wind mage and one to three units of hurricane wind chargers. Oh how terrible so this is a yeah, horrible battalion be, already good drop, dude the hurricane temple this is gonna run you 180 points for this war scroll battalion so this is an expensive one. And so what you're getting with this is an ability called Whirling Tornadoes. It says, if a unit from this battalion is wholly within 12 inches of a hero from the same battalion at the start of the combat phase, the model in this unit count as having made a charge move in the same turn. So you get any charge abilities that you would have on your War Scroll. That's it. That's all it does. So I'm sure if we looked at those War Scrolls, we would see bonuses for charging, for sure. The second battalion we have is called the Star Shard Battery. In this one, you have to take one Cenari Caligrave and three to five units of Finari Star Shards, which are the, the, ballista, or the ballista, or whatever you want to call them. Yeah, they're called Ballistas. Um, this battalion is going to run you 120 points on top of the 100 points each for the Ballistas. So you're looking at minimum 500 points for this whole thing. So this has an ability called Ward Barrier. It says, if a Starshard Shard Ballista unit from this battalion is within three inches of another one from the same battalion, replace its Warding Lanterns ability with, roll a die each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to this unit if it has not made a move in the same turn. On a five up, that wound or mortal wound is negated. In addition, add one to the attacks characteristic of this unit's Starshard Bolts if it had not made a move in the same turn. So plus one attack and a five up DPR. Not bad.
3: Oh, it gets the plus one attack already. It, it, it changes the DPR from a six up to a five up, I think.
0: Oh, it already. Ha- okay, I got yeah. you.
3: Yeah, they already get the plus one attack for not moving. Oh. Do you get
0: another plus one? Oh, no, because you're replacing yeah, it the it, yeah, replacing yeah the, it, I got it,
3: you. Yeah, they're normal. It's a six up uh, feeling no pain. So they're just, gotcha. you get you an extra one of that. I mean, it's only 120 points if you're taking a bunch of Blisses anyway. It's not yeah, bad. it could
0: make sense. Yeah, it's not bad. But I want to take Blisses just for that battalion. No. no. Alright, we're going to follow that up with the last new War Scroll Battalion, which is called the Blade Lord Host. You have to have one Venari or Cenari Hero, so there's a lot of variety there. And then you have to have two to three units of Venari Blade Lords. This battalion costs 100 points, and the ability gained is called Calculated Response says you can re hit rolls of 1 for attacks made with melee weapons by units from this battalion that target an enemy unit that has made a charge move in the same turn. This seems very restrictive. I don't think I'd pay 100 points for that.
1: I don't like the blood guys anyways. They're really mediocre.
0: Yeah, I agree. They're, not, they're actually not amazing. And they're, they're not horrible, but they're not amazing. Okay, so talking about the new... <laughs> Units in here. Uh, first off on the list is Lyrior Uthral. He's the warden of Yemetrica. He is the uh, cool special character on the steed. I think he looks pretty awesome. Uh, we talked about his awesome weapon uh, a couple weeks ago in one of the previews with the the lance that shoots that shoots lasers. <laughs> um, and he's pretty legit in hand hand as well. Um, this guy's cost. Let's see, Lirior is 210 points. He's a, he's a Ymetrica keyword, so he, he would only be a, at full effect in the in a Ymetrica army. Uh, he's got sweet speed. He was 16. He's got six wounds, three up save. You know, we talked about the weapon a couple episodes ago. Is freaking legit. Um, he also has a, a couple more weapons on top of that. He has the Regent Sword. It has five attacks, twos, threes, minus one, one damage. So that's not bad. And then the mount is whatever; it's a mount. Who cares? Yeah, pretty so cool. yeah, the Regent Sword is sun metal. So on a six, it does a mortal wound, which is pretty cool. Uh, he, he also has a ability called Voice of Tyrion. He's part of your army, and on the battlefield at the start of your hero phase, and Teclis is not part of your army. On a two up, you get an extra command point. That's pretty amazing. So you're racking up command points with this guy. Uh, He also has the purest Aether Quartz, and he has subtract one from hit rolls for attacks that target this model and add one to casting rolls when it attempts to cast its innate magic spell. Uh, If this model is part of the Realm Lord's army and uses its last Aether Quartz reserve, this ability cannot be used by this model for the rest of the battle. Okay. And then it has Damon Bane. Uh, the damage inflicted by a successful attack made with Damon Bane is 3 instead of D3 if it's against a Chaos and Demon keywords. So you will kick Balakor's ass. Hmm. <laughs> and then no his spell... Lizardmen, though. Yeah, right. Exactly. And his spell is called Greater Power of Heesh. It goes off on a 7. He can pick D3-friendly Realm Lords units uh, with Sun Metal weapons that are within 18. Until your next hero phase, the Sun Metal weapon ability goes off on a 5 instead of a 6. So, you know, he's all right. 210 points. Uh, Not dirt cheap, but not ridiculous. Um, I think he's got some play.
3: He has a lot of rules.
0: He does have a lot of rules. You guys hate on him? No, he's good. I like him. You okay? He's not too overpowered? No. Okay. Um, Follow that up with the Venari Lord Regent, which is basically the same thing, but generic. So he has... Pretty much all the same abilities, but he loses the Demon Bait ability. He doesn't have the crazy Laser Lance. He just has uh, the regular Regent Sword. And other than that, they're exactly the same. Um, same stat line. Uh, one less Bravery. He's only Bravery 8 instead of Bravery 9. But oh, he's only 14-inch move instead of a 16-inch move as well. So he's a tiny bit slower. What's the point difference? Uh, Benari Lord Regent comes in at 150. So he's 60 points less. Oh,
3: shit. Give me that guy. I'll take the generic over the other
0: dude for 60 points. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I, hard to argue. I mean, I don't know. The ranged attack at twos and twos, minus two and D3 damage is pretty legit.
3: It's one shot. You're paying yeah. 60 points for...
0: Well, but you also are picking up a shot and attacking no, hand-to-hand I, as well. I, I, I get attacks. that,
3: but... You're probably not going to shoot. You might shoot turn one. Yeah,
0: and you're getting a free command point every turn, yeah. practically. You know, so those two things, is worth 60 points. I mean, like, I don't like, mind 150 for this guy at all. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that if you had 60 points, you could justify it with, with the other guy. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, you pay for him turn one with a 50-point command point.
0: Right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. So then, here's where I'm going to be really disappointed. Uh, we're going to talk about the Venari Banner Blade. Something had to suck. Comes Hmm. in at 110 points. So he's, for Realm Lords, he's a pretty cheap hero. Because they don't have anything under 100. Uh, He has a very bland attack line. It's uh, four attacks, twos to hit, threes to wound, minus one, one. So not horrible. He's got five wounds. He's got a three-up save. Those are both pretty good. Move six, Bravey eight. Nothing to complain about there. But then he has his abilities. He's got the World Banner. He adds one to bravery characteristic of friendly realm lords units, wholly within eighteen, and then you get to add three instead of one if any of those b- banner blades is within three inches of enemy units. So if he's up close to the enemy, they get plus three to their uh, bravery instead of one. So that's okay. Then it says, in addition, once per battle, at the start of any phase, you can say that this model will draw on the power of the banner. If you do so, roll a die for each enemy unit within 18 of the model. If the roll is equal to or less than the number of the current battle round, that unit suffers D3 mortal wounds and subtract one to hit rolls for that unit until the end of that phase. Okay.
3: That's really good.
0: It's it's really good. It's a once per game, you know, which for 110 points, I, I think this guy's pointed about right. You know, and but the sad thing is you're gonna have to pop that in like turn three. Yeah. I mean because if you're popping it in turn four, either you've already won or you're 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 crushed, one or the other. Yep. Um And then his weapon is a sun metal weapon, so it just does a mortal wound out of six. So
3: Yeah. It's just, it's too inconsistent and situational for him really to be included because that's basically all he does
0: right but i would want to include him because he's possibly the best looking model in the whole ring. <laughs> i just fair. the huge banner is just i'm a sucker for huge banners awesome so we're going to follow that up with the star shark ballista they're 100 points of
2: 100 points
0: 100 points
2: mm. Josh, what are, what are Stormcast blisses? 110 points. Oh, okay,
3: so they're less than Stormcast, got it. Less than Stormcast. So mm. there should be 10 points worse than them. Well, gotta 10 remember, points.
0: you got to remember, Josh, those blisses were 100 when they were released originally. Indeed. So these have five wounds, a five-up save, so shitty save, which I think it's less than the than the uh, Stormcast one, right?
2: Uh, I think they're fours,
0: yeah. But yeah, see? So there you go. There's the 10 points right there. It's whatever you got to tell yourself, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> So it has, um, let's see, the Star Shard Bolt, which is all we really care about here. Uh, it's got a 30-inch range. It has two attacks, threes to hit, threes to wound, minus two rend, and D3 damage. So pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, it has some abilities, one called Blinding Bolts. Once per battle, you can pick this unit to shoot, and you can say that it will fire its Blinding Bolts. If you do so, units that are hit by an attack made by this unit in that phase are dazzled until the end of the turn. Subtract one to hit rules for the unit. That is dazzled. The unit cannot be dazzled more than once. So that good. Is a Pretty awesome ability. It's really good, yeah. And then they have the Messenger Hawk. At the start of your shooting phase, you can pick one enemy unit within 24 inches of a friendly Starshard Ballistic Ballista unit and within 24 inches of a hero, of a Lumineth hero. If you do so, add one to hit rules made by that Ballista Unit that target that enemy until the end of the phase, so that's amazing. Yep. And then it also has warding lanterns. Roll a die each time you allocate a wound or mortal wound to this unit. It gives a six-up DPR. So,
3: so okay. hold on, hold on. Yeah. And one
0: attack characteristic of that unit: starshard bolts if it has not moved. So
3: three shots so, hitting on twos.
0: All right. So, so you're going to sit still <laughs> with three shots hitting on twos, wounding on threes, minus two rend, d3 damage.
3: With a thirty-inch range, with a thirty-inch range for a hundred
0: points, bonkers. Yeah, very good. Uh, I might make an argument that, that these could outperform the archers, uh, just from, from consistency. I mean, I don't know. The archers have the have the the sun metal weapon ability, which is pretty awesome. It's, yeah,
3: it's that's huge.
0: But they're still only going off on sixes, fives. If you get the spell off. Where this is just gonna, it's just gonna work. Hitting on twos, wounding on threes. Yeah. So you get, you're going to hit a higher percentage of the time. A minus two rend is almost as good as a mortal wound.
3: I believe I've seen the math on Facebook, and the archers are better.
0: The, okay, I, I believe it. I believe it. But boy, these aren't bad. No,
3: I don't think they're bad at all.
0: <laughs> they're not bad at all.
3: Imagine using them in conjunction with the archers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, then you're not going to have anything to to you We, we saw
3: that list. And it was like 163 shots a turn. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah. All Unreal. It is right. a 40, We playing 40k or what? That is a lot of shots. <laughs> yeah, I agree, Josh. Okay, moving on. The Venari Blade Lords, with which JT has already stated he's not impressed with. The Venari Blade Lords. It's cool models, are, though. They, they are. are cool they're very cool models. Super cool. Yeah. They are. You can take them in units of five to fifteen, and they're 120 points apiece.
1: Yeah, they're too expensive for five dudes on thirty
0: Right, and only two wounds. Yeah, so you are only getting ten wounds for this unit for the one hundred twenty points.
3: But you got what I think you got to look at them as now is like uh, temple guard for Seraphon. It's it's right. it's a it's a cheap bodyguard unit for a really important hero. Okay, like, like like the guard are for. Kroak. I
0: can see that. I can see that. So what you what you are getting with this unit is you are getting um, a unit armed with the Sun Metal Great Blade, and it has two modes of attack. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, but I'll bring it up again real quick here so we get a, a full picture. So it has a... You can do it... You need to choose Perfect Strike or Fury of Blows. The Perfect Strike has a two-inch range, one attack. Uh, for the hit, the hit ability, it says C below, and I believe... Is it the auto-hit? Yeah. yeah. It hits automatically. Wounds on twos, minus two rend, one damage. So, you know best you're going to do five wounds because you only have five guys in your unit so it's not incredible
3: you could have have a 10 guy unit
0: you could yeah so you're you're right i'm talking for 120 Mm -hmm. points then you can use the other method which is called fury of blows so the attacks is equal to the number of models within three inches of your model so you just measure three inches out from each of your guys you tally that up and that's how many attacks you have so you can actually get crap ton of attacks this way uh you hit on threes you wound on threes it has no rend and it does one damage so uh, against certain targets that would be a really good option you know say if you're fighting goblins or something like that where you nah, we'll
1: just throw nets on you yeah
0: there you go
3: <laughs> that's what you to hit automatically then get out to fight of goblins. yeah you see
0: and then um, uh, I also sure. we have the sun metal dual blades i think this is what the sergeant has if i'm right yeah, he's armed on, on with the dual blades. He has three attacks, twos and threes, minus one, one damage. It's fine. Um, as far as their abilities, they have an ability called Guardians. It says uh, roll a die before you allocate a wound or mortal wound to a friendly scenario model within three inches of any friendly units with this ability. On a two-up, you must allocate that wound or mortal wound to a friendly unit with this ability within three inches. So you have to you have to pile wounds off of the character onto this unit. You don't have a choice. Uh, Sword Masters, we already talked about that. You could choose which of those two weapon styles to use. And then the last uh, ability they have is called the National War Banners. Each time this unit is affected by a spell or endless spell, you can roll a die. If you do so on a 4-up, you ignore the effects of the spell or endless spell. That is a cool ability. Yep. It's a good way to uh, divert things coming at you moving on uh the Sonari caligrave is next uh he is a caster he's kind of a another little wizard that you can take the Sonari caligrave runs 100 points so a decent price for a, a lumineth hero uh he's got an, a oh kind of an interesting hand-to-hand ability actually he has a three-inch blade that's crazy Uh, D3 attacks, 3s to hit, 3s to wound, minus 1, D3 damage. Not bad. (laughs) Not bad at all. Uh, He's got 5 wounds and a 5-up save, so he's not going to stick around very long if he gets into combat. Uh, His abilities, he has an ability called Realm Scribe. It says once per battle in your hero phase, instead of attempting to cast any spells with one friendly model, with this ability, you can roll a die. Add the number of the current battle round to the roll. On a 5-up, pick a point anywhere on the battlefield. For the rest of the battle, do not take battle shock tests for friendly Lumineth Realm Lords units that are wholly within 9 inches of that point. And add one to casting, dispelling, and unbinding rolls for friendly Lumineth wizards that are within 9 inches of that point. Okay, interesting. I don't think it's crazy good. No. Uh, his spell is called Erasure. It uh, goes off on a 7. You can pick an enemy hero within 24. You can either inflict D3 wounds on that hero or mark them for erasure. However, if that hero is already marked for erasure, then instead they suffer D6 mortal wounds and they are no longer marked for erasure. And the spells
3: f- makes no fucking sense. <laughs>
0: well, well, basically, why, what, it, why what would you, saying... No, I know you, what it you does. Would, you wouldn't.
3: Um, yeah, why would you ever just not take the D3 mortals?
0: Why, why would you give up 2d3 for 1d6? Correct. Yeah, it makes no sense. It, it it's, makes absolutely no sense.
3: No, I thought, it, I thought there was going to be something in the book or like maybe the, uh, the shrine you know, was going to do something. Yeah. triggered
0: for erasure or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah th- this is a – it kind of feels like they got lost in the weeds writing that rule, right?
3: Yeah, <laughs> they forgot something somewhere.
0: I mean, if it was like 2d6 or something like that, I'm all about it. Yeah. Or, know, or a flat or, six or, mortals. Or 3d3 or yeah or flat six. or, Yeah. Weird. Huh. And they're no longer marked. Like if they could stay marked, that yeah, just would. Yeah, stack be it. Like it. Right? Yep. But, you know, anyway. Okay. So this guy is a, a man. I, I don't think I take him for 100 points. All right. Next up is the Lore Seeker, the Scenario Lore Seeker. He's 160. He has a six inch move, six wounds, four up save, eight bravery. So he has a missile weapon, the Eclipsian Staff. It has a 12-inch range, 2 attacks, 3s and 3s, minus 2, D3 damage. So that's pretty good. And his Lore Seeker Blade is a 1-inch range, 4 attacks, 2s and 3s, minus 1, D3 damage. Okay, 4 attacks is good. That's a a lot of damage potential if, if things get through. Nothing to complain about there. So his abilities, he has Lore Seeker. If an enemy model that bears an artifact of power is slain within three inches of any friendly models with this ability, you receive a command point. Okay. Uh, I think I'd lose track of that. I wouldn't remember to, to claim that.
3: How often is that going to happen?
0: <laughs> right. That, that's that's my point. I, I just wouldn't ever think to cash that in. Um, I'm, I'm just not paying enough attention of which of my opponent enemy models have the artifact of power. Yeah. I yeah, I just don't think I would ever, ever remember to use it. Uh, lone Agent is his next ability. It says you can add one to save rules for attacks that target this model if it is more than nine inches from any friendly models. That's kind of cool, so if he like, goes off on his own, he make, he's harder to kill. So Rambo.
1: <laughs> Rambo.
0: <laughs> In addition, uh, instead of setting this model up on the battlefield, you could place it to one side and say that it's set up as a Lone Agent Reserve Unit. If you do so before the start of the first battle round, before determining who has first turn, you must ballsy. Set this model- Yeah, ballsy and Naos, right? <laughs> yeah, you must set this model up on the battlefield anywhere that is more than 3 inches from any enemy. Uh, enemy uh, enemy units are not in your territory. If you set up this model within six inches of an objective that has no enemy units within six inches of it, you gain control of that objective, and your opponent cannot gain control of it while this model is within six inches of it.
3: Fucking obnoxious and more negative play experience from this army. Dumb. Fucking dumb.
0: Yeah, he's 160 points, and you can kill him. He's I, not. I,
3: I'm not saying that. It's, it's just like the last unit we went over. Like it's the blade Masters, The yeah, you can only do five hits, six hits with the sergeant. It's just, it's taking away shit, and this is, all oh, I can just pop this hero anywhere I want, basically. And mm-hmm. by the way, you can't take this back if you have 500
0: grots. Right, you, you got to kill him. Yep. You, you, you got to do six it's wounds. Just, it's dumb six shit, wounds. again, dumb fucking rule. Yeah, it's, it's hard to do six wounds to something with a three-up save.
3: With a two-up save while it's sitting in cover on the objective? The, the point is, it's not broken, it's just more bad play experience for your opponent.
0: Okay, well.
3: It's just yet again fucking with your opponent's army.
0: Okay. Can't argue that. Don't like it. That's the theme of the book. All right. So, now we're on to the Wonder Twins. Alania, do you guys know who the Wonder Twins are?
3: Uh, Comic,
2: cartoon, sitcom. Josh, you awake? I do not know who the Wonder Twins are.
0: JT, you know who the Wonder Twins are? Yes. All right. He's an 80s kid. You know.
2: <laughs> oh, here we go.
0: <laughs> Dude, you got to watch Super Friends, man.
2: I, mean, I didn't one? watch everything in the 80s. It was a 10 years of a decade, <laughs> of which I came in halfway through.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do apologize. So That makes you a 90s kid. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Alania and Elithor, Uh these are the crazy model with the – Chick on top of the, shul- the dude's shoulders, um, kind of a wacky model. I don't love it. So these guys together are gonna run us. Elani and Elothor run 260 points. So they, they need to do quite a bit for what they what they cost. As far as their melee weapon, they don't have any missile weapons. Uh, they have eight wounds, three up save, pretty good. In uh, hand to hands. They have the guy on below has four attacks. He's twos and threes with minus two, and the damage it says C below oh, is equal to the current battle round. So as the game goes on, he does more damage. Pretty good, but again, as we've talked about before, most times the game is over by turn three, maybe turn four. Um, and then the other te- other abilities are two attacks each, both hit on threes, both wound on threes. Both have a minus one rend. One does d3 damage, the other one does one damage. So this guy can do some damage, especially later in the game. Uh, as far as abilities go, they get to add one to their cast, dispel, and unbind, which is good. And then they have an ability called Realm Wanderers. Uh, it can be included as an ally in armies that have the order, they have an order general in addition if this model is within three inches of your general at the start of the hero phase on a four up you receive an extra command point however this model can never be a general that's good yeah then we follow that up with altari and then we just talked about that which is the the uh, damage equal to the battle round and he also has a once per battle in your shooting phase you can declare that he'll unleash a Blazing Sunbolt. If you do so, pick a point on the battlefield within 12, you draw a line, everything it crosses over on a 2-up, suffers the number of wounds equal to the battle round. And then their final ability is called Sudden Translocation. This is the stupid one. Uh, At the end of the combat phase, roll a die. If this model has fought in that phase, if the roll is less than the number of the current battle round or less than the number of wounds allocated to this model, Heal up to D6 wounds allocated to this model, then remove it from the battlefield. Then, set this model up anywhere on the battlefield more than 12 inches away from enemy models, if this is possible. This model is removed from play, but does not count as have been slain. Uh, It's a two-cast wizard, which is fantastic. And its built-in spell is called Salvation of Heesh. It goes off on a six. If you cast it until your next hero phase... You basically have a 5 up DPR. So, 260, what do you guys think? I think it's fine. I think it's fine too. I think it might even be a little expensive for what you're going to get back from it.
3: Yeah, it's not terrible, but.
0: No, it's not terrible. Better okay. options,
3: but you, you could play with that.
0: Yeah, you could play with it for sure. All right, next up is the Huracan Wind Mage. He's 120 points. The Flying Fart? Yeah, the Flying Fart. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he's got a 16-inch move on that fart. Uh, he has five wounds with a five-up save. He's got uh, one of those cool three-inch range attacks like the other guy did. Uh, There's two of them, threes and threes, minus one D3, so that's pretty good. He can fly. That's always good. His abilities are a fan of redirection. He can add one to save rules. For attacks made with missile weapons that target this model. In addition, if the unmodified save roll of the attack is a six, after all the units' attacks have been resolved, you can inflict one mortal wound on one enemy unit within nine inches of this model, invisible to it. So he's like deflecting a missile into a nearby unit. I, I
3: do, yeah, I do like that. It's it's a short range.
0: It's not right.
3: where you got shot from. Yeah, right. You're not like sense. totally
0: bounced into thirty inches back, right? Yeah. Um, he has an ability called Wind Leap. If a friendly wind charger unit starts to move wholly within six of this model, when it makes a move, it gains the fly characteristic. That's pretty amazing.
3: That, that rule is shit. What
0: it's do you mean? A, a it's unit?
3: such a waste of a rule. The fucking wind chargers move 14 and can already move through units. So they get an extra oh. two-inch move and then the fly, and you got to be wholly within six of them. It's like, what a – Yeah, wholly I
0: mean, within six is tough, especially with the size of those models. Yeah,
3: well, again, yeah. I think they kind of – I don't know. Somebody wasn't talking with that rule because it doesn't really help the wind chargers that much.
0: I got gotcha. you. Uh, then his spell is called Wind Blast Vortex. Goes off on a five. Uh, if successfully cast in your next shooting phase, you can pick an enemy unit within nine. Roll a die on a two up; they take D three mortal wounds. Not bad, but the nine inch range blows. Yeah. And like if you have this guy within nine inches of the enemy, you're in big trouble. And I don't know. This guy for 120 points isn't that great, in my opinion.
3: Yeah, I, I hate short-range spells like that in right. Wizards, yeah, it just unless it's a gash. <laughs>
0: hmm. Even then, you'd rather have longer-range ones, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so next up is the Huracan Wind Chargers. They are running... Let's see. Huracan Wind Chargers are... 150? 130, uh, coming in 5 to 15 models. And they can be uh, Battle Line if you're playing the uh, Great Nation Helon, Which you'll probably never do. So, never mind. So, 130 for 5. With that, you get a 14-inch move, uh, 2 wounds, a 5-up save, which is not the best, and 7 Bravery. Now, these guys are mounted archers, so they have a missile weapon that has a 12-inch range. You get 2 shots. They hit on 3s, they wound on 3s. Minus 1, 1 damage. And then... Their bow is, like, super sharp and pointy in hand-to-hand because it has a three-inch range with one attack, threes and threes, minus two, in one Ridiculous! Yeah. All makes of what you just so said, said is ridiculous. It's
2: <laughs> so much it, sense. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it makes
0: no sense. I agree. Uh, then you got the kangaroo claws. It's a one-inch range, two attacks, threes and fours, and one, so who cares, but I won't mention that again now because we'll have a couple of the units with these same stats um let's see here they have a standard bear so one in every five models can be a standard bear you can reroll battle shock who cares i mean it's kind of useful but whatever um and then they have wind charger arrows you do not apply the cover save modifier for save rules with attacks made with the wind charger bow that's good and then they have an ability called Go Where the Wind Blows. When this unit makes a move, it can pass across terrain features in the same manner as a model that can fly. So I see what you're saying there, Ryan, with the other guy given the fly keyword. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's given, I guess, two extra inches, kind of who cares, but it also can go over enemy models. which Yeah, that, I mean, I understand why like a blade, it's... A little blade, yeah. but it's not worth 120 points, though. Nah, that's what, that's, not that's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Too hard to get off. Okay, so what do you think of that unit? One hundred twenty points for five.
2: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Go get them in hand-to-hand combat. <laughs> well, <laughs> so we're we're goes. also missing
3: out that they have access to the the six-inch pile in any direction. Bullshit. Right. About
0: yeah, because they place, have like the fucking perfect. Water.
3: Yep. Fucking right. perfect. Yeah. yeah okay. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Bonkers. And then again, that's the best battalion that they got was that that it's perfect what you need. You run these units, you run your, right. your stupid fox guy, and you're going to run these anyway. Which we're going to talk about right
0: now. Se- Severeth,
3: the flying fox. I'm about to rage quit this podcast just for talking about this
0: Sweet. guy. Sweet. Hey, hey, Josh. Yeah. What's the Celestep Prime going for these days?
2: Uh, points, you mean?
0: Yeah. 300. All right. So this guy is, is a Celestant Prime. 300 points. He's got a move of 24 inches.
3: Lies, no, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> his work group <broke> says <laughs> 24. Uh, He's got 10 wounds with a mediocre 5 plus save and a 10 bravery, which we don't care about. Okay, so he has a missile weapon, the Howling Death. It has an 18 inch range. So essentially 42 inch range because you can move 24. Nope, not even close yet. He's got four shots. Hits on twos, wounds on threes, minus three rent, D3 <laughs> damage.
3: <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Are you fucking a fucking rocket launcher at these dudes? It's, it's like so Res on Dude, fucking steroids. It's,
0: it's fantastic. It's so good. All right. So then uh, in melee, that same weapon, the Howling Death, has a three-inch range. How much 3-inch
2: range do you have in this army? It's like your your default battle line is 3-inch range. That's what I'm saying. It's ridiculous, dude. It
0: has 2 attacks, hits on 2s, wounds on 3s, minus 2, so it loses a rend, and D3 damage. It's fantastic. Uh, He also has the Swirling Charge with a 3-inch range. Uh, D3 attacks, 3s and 3s, minus 1, 1. So he can... you know, He'll do some damage. He's not going to go bonkers, though. So let's go to his special rules. He can fly. Awesome.
3: Oh, yeah. Sorry. So he is going to do a lot of damage, just not with his weapons.
0: Right. So we have Into the Gale. So you you roll a die. Each time you allocate a wound or mortar wound to this model, you you negate it on a 5-up. In addition, subtract 2 inches from the distance enemy models can pile in to a minimum of 1 when they are within 3 inches of this model. So if you're I'm sitting at that 2.2.9 inches away to use all your 3-inch attacks, yep. they can only move an inch back towards you and they're it, still over into it. An hit and can't be hit. Cool. Right. Then he has Living Cyclone. Roll a die each uh, for each enemy unit within 3 inches of this model after this model makes a charge move. On a 3-up, they take a mortal wound and subtract 1 to, from hit rolls for that unit until the end of the next combat phase. A unit cannot be affected by this ability more than once per phase. So, pretty awesome. Do a mortal wound and they're minus one to hit you. Then we have Scour. At the end of the charge phase, you can pick one faction terrain feature that is within one inch of this model. If you do so, this model cannot charge in that phase, but you can roll a die. On a 2 up, the scenery rules for that terrain feature's worst roll cannot be used for the rest of the battle. Sweet!
3: Remember that theme rest. I said about
0: negative play experience? The rest yeah. of the battle, uh-huh. dude. Well, fuck.
3: Wow. Fuck off to that rule. And yeah. fuck off to Games Workshop for writing that rule.
0: Josh, it's not going to affect you very hard.
2: No, but it's still, dude, that's just, that's that's bad no. feels, man. It is it's bad, bad feels. so
0: dumb. No, I agree. I, I completely agree. Uh, so then we have the Searing Desert Winds. Oh, because he's also geometric a keyword, which is it's worth noting. Yep. Um... After this model makes a normal move, including if it it moves at the end of the shooting phase, pick one enemy unit that has any models that this model has passed over and roll a die. On a 3-up, that unit suffers D3 mortal wounds. So with a movement of 24 inches, you should be able to move over a couple enemy units.
3: Again, uh, what's your real movement range on this guy?
0: Right. Because the spirit of the wind is at the end of the shooting phase, this model can make a normal move of 12 inches, but it cannot run. It can retreat. In addition, this model can retreat and still charge later in the same turn. God, dude. Right.
2: Then you also can, cast.
1: can we cover what it doesn't do. It would have been quicker. Well, then you can cast speed of heat shot him and make him move 48. Yeah,
3: plus the 12. So he's moving 60 inches in your turn. 60 inches sixty inches in your shooting phase. And then I'm sorry, 12 inches in your shooting phase, and then 12 inches in your opponent's shooting phase as well. How many fucking units is he gonna run over?
0: A ton. He's gonna. It's run it's, run it's run. unreal. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. I can't wait. Um, and then we have Wind Mage Symbiosis. In your hero phase, if this model is within twelve inches of any friendly Wind Mages, you can heal up to D three wounds allocated to this model. So you know, with that kind of speed, you should be able to pull that off if you need to. Whatever. Yeah. Everything else he's got going on is bonkers good though. <laughs> this
3: this is the. Top three worst modeled games workshops ever fucking made. Ooh, what are the other two? I'm not sure. I'm just oh, throwing okay. out three because it's All guaranteed.
0: Right. You just don't want to commit three. to. You just don't want to commit to number one.
3: Yep, can't commit just yet. If, right, if, so. they, if, if the yeah. FAQ sphere of the wind, so you can't move in your opponent's shooting phase, because that theoretically means oh, you can never to. be charged.
0: Right. That has to. That has to be FAQ to your shooting phase, not the. We'll see. I know.
3: I I hear you. This it, army, it, I can see him keeping it.
0: No, it has to. That has to work that way. Anyway. Alright, moving on. So after this horrible play experience, dude, we're going to go to the generic version. It's just called the Huracan Spirit of the Wind. Uh, Let's see here. He keeps the same thing into the Gale. He keeps the Living Cyclone. He keeps the Spirit of the Wind. He does not have the Scour, though, uh, which is the Terrain Destruction thing. He doesn't have that, um, and he doesn't. He also doesn't have the Searing Desert Winds, which is the mortal wounds for flying over enemy models. So this guy's way less good. Yeah, way less. Way less good. Um, and the Hurricane Spirit of the Wind, oh, he's not a character either, by the way, which yep. I thought was interesting. Um, where'd he go?
2: He's like 240. Oh, no brainer. Oh,
0: it's 250. He's 250. No brainer. So, yeah, so 50 points yeah, for the other guy. You would yeah. take that all day long.
3: No yeah. brainer. Less of an upgrade cost than the fucking horse guys with 60 points. This right. 50 points. Get out of here, GW. Right.
0: Yeah, it's, it's. Now, this guy for 250, he feels pointed about right. I don't have a, I don't have any kind of beef with this guy. It, it's just the other guy that I have the beef with. Yeah. All right, follow that up with Mayari Lightcaller. Uh, This is a a character. She's a named character, so there's not going to be any uh, extra artifacts put on her. She is Mayari. Oh, you know what? This is the the Underworlds Warband. Yeah. I'm not even going to bother talking about her. No one's ever going to take her. So there we go. What are your thoughts?
3: Hmm. They added even more dumb shit to an already dumb army. Okay. That's about where it is. I'm not going to play this army. I have zero desire, zero intention to play this army. Um, It's ruining the game, this kind of shit. And I'm fucking about over Sigmar. Vampires are the only thing keeping me in it right now.
0: Okay. Very
3: interesting. So we'll see what happens with the direction of the game. And if 3.0 is going to
2: change much, but I don't have hopes. I think it's just going to be ridiculous power creep. You can still sell models without doing this. I mean, it's just crazy. You can sell the same amount of models without doing this.
0: It's crazy. Absolutely. I, I completely agree. You know, a lot of what is in here is just fine, but there's just a few things that jump out that are rough.
3: Yeah. And it's all the shit that fucks with your opponent. That that's what ruins it for me. It's not just like, okay, this weapon's ridiculous or this guy can move 60 inches. That's ridiculous. It's, you fucking destroyed my terrain on a two up as well. Really? Oh, uh, I, I can't pass my psychic tests. Okay. You can automatically pass yours. Okay. You can shoot my heroes without having line of sight to them. Okay. This is a lot of fun. You know what I mean? And it's just fucking get into bravery. Then you start fucking with my bravery. Like, it's the whole army is just out of control with negative play experience.
2: This was supposed to be the chill game. Their chill game answer to 40K. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, mean... I don't think anyone ever said that, Josh.
2: You, this, all three of the people in this podcast have said that. Oh,
3: times. Sigmar was supposed to be our, our chill game, yeah. Oh, okay. our chill game. Oh, sorry,
2: I meant our chill game.
0: Right, right, right. Oh, I think oh, so. I, don't,
2: I don't know about, no, I, it. I don't it's know that GW ever said that. No, no, okay,
0: no. I, I got you. No, I it's got supposed you. to be our chill game. Well, that was all changed right. very fast. But, um, And then actually, uh, we'll talk about the shrine real quick. The shrine of Limanor. we forgot to talk about that. Uh, amazing looking model, by the way. This is so cool. So this is a garrison, which I guess the uh, Seraphon have a garrison terrain piece.
3: Oh, but wait, yours is oh. fucking better.
0: You'll find out. Oh yeah, because I get to set it up wholly within my own territory. Yeah, not just <laughs> randomly on the board and hope you right. pick that side. Right. That, that's a good thing. Uh, let's see here. The garrison of a shrine Illuminor can be a single a single hero that is not a monster. So you can't put a unit in it. So that's good, to, interesting. And it also, only a Lumineth hero can go inside, Ryan. So keep your Seraphon heroes out of my shrine. It's
3: such bullshit.
0: Um, it says, the garrison is referred to as the terrain feature's shrine guardian in the following rules. Then it has a rule called Cleansing Rituals. Once per turn, you can reroll one casting, dispelling, or unbinding roll for a friendly Lumineth Realm Lord's hero that is within 12 inches of this terrain feature. Awesome. Uh, From the second battle round in your hero phase, if this terrain feature has a Shrine Guardian, you can say that they will channel the Shrine's power. If you do so, add 12 inches to the range of this ability. So everything within 24 inches gets a uh, re-roll. So silly. Well, but only one thing, though, right? Because it's a once per turn, but it just bumps the range to 24. And then the Shrine Guardian, uh, once per turn, you can use a command ability with this terrain feature Shrine Guardian without a command point being spent so that sounds amazing except for this army does not really have many command abilities worth talking about
3: i wonder if that's a, a, again leaning into 3.0 if generic command abilities are gonna be more of a thing rather than unit <laughs> oh, specific ones
0: okay that'd be kind of interesting
3: because there, there's a, th- a few things in this book that do stuff to the command abilities and everybody's like wait a minute we really don't have too many command abilities."
0: right and i i yeah i uh, you know, like a prediction going forward. Didn't we see a rumor a little while ago about like being able to have like reactions and that kind of thing? Yeah. In yeah, three I, so. I wouldn't be shocked if some of those were commandability related. Like an overwatch type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe you'll be we'll be getting some more command points, but there'll be more options of things to do with them.
3: I still need to know the scale of this thing and if you can drop a ballista on top of it or not.
0: Y- you can't because it's not a hero.
3: No, no, not garrisoning it, like literally sit oh, on the terrain. sitting on top? Yeah, deploy on top of it and say, "Fucking uh, you, can't assault I'll, me. I'll try to put it together <laughs> before you come over next time so you can see. <laughs> I'll, I'll see I won't play it. So thank you for the visual though. Yeah, from afar. You're such a coward. Nothing to do with coward. It's not, that's, fucking army's dumb. No fun to me. Just foregone
0: conclusion. Okay. Yeah. So it goes. Alright, fellas. Well, I think that's it. So you guys give it like a two out of 10, maybe a one out of 10.
2: I mean, I feel bad for the people that already bought in early. I mean, it is what it is. you bought into the army. You spent money. You're going to play it.
0: That's that's where I was coming from. Exactly. Archers are bullshit
2: before this came out. Yeah. But this is a whole new level of ridiculousness and it's the new army. So it's not going to get addressed for a while. I mean, it's all that stuff. So it is what it is. I mean, it, Look, if you're going to do tournament play, yeah, good for you. If you're doing beer and pretzel games, then there's not a whole lot of units you could take.
0: Well, Uh, I don't know. Josh, I really do think you could put together a a beer and pretzel army without too much trouble.
3: Yeah, I I agree, but how many people are going to do that? That's the thing.
0: Well, yeah. No, I'm not. Are you going to do that? uh, I have done it.
3: Uh, No, I'm talking specifically with your LRL. Are you going to build it to be a beer and pretzels army?
0: I have already started that process with playing with like the hammer dudes and the cow. Well,
3: that's what you bought when it first came out. Now you have this whole new option, right? Shit, and you already bought all the new shit. So you're gonna leave it for as a beer and pretzels army, or are you gonna focus on competitive here?
0: I w- I will use it as beer and pretzels with the people I play at my at the dojo.
3: Okay. How's that? Sounds great. So no okay. fox, dude.
0: I'm not saying it. Tell <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that shit out. <laughs> yeah. I bought it. Now, I have uh, the choice of which, of which version to run.
2: Oh, <laughs> the generic guy. Yeah, all right, can, all right. I can
0: run him as the generic guy. That's I don't fair. Think that, that falls
2: yeah, that, within that's your, fair. Your yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. fair. Yeah. All
0: right. That's well, fair. That's it's a funny. cool model, man. He's gonna hit the table at some point.
2: That's funny. Super funny.
0: Yeah for for, a, for the most part, I mean, there's are exceptions, but I do like the look of the Army quite a bit. Mm. There are a few things here and there that I'm not a huge fan of, but the overall, I, I do think it looks cool. So. And I am looking forward to the hobby side of that project as well.
3: That's one thing I don't like about it is the overall look is it's not too cohesive. They got a lot of different shit going on with different units, and they just – they do. They don't really – you just don't have a cohesive feeling <laughs> over it. When I okay. Look
2: at it. S- some of their stuff is awesome, absolutely awesome, and then some of the stuff they just – they ruined it, man, in like, my opinion anyways. Yeah, but,
0: no. You, like, you, you again, take them on their own,
2: and like the
3: kangaroos actually I don't think look terrible, but put them in the they, Army, I man. think they look stupid. They're as just hell, dumb. Then.
0: I think they look pretty cool. I like the look of the model.
2: And the hats. We already talked about the hats. So but- the hats, <laughs> the hats,
0: just the, the spot that I have, I have the most issue with.
2: They, they the did a good job with the, the
3: Blade Guard's uh, helmets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the
0: Blade Guard looked great. I think the, the new character, the uh, Lirior, whatever he is on, on his steed, whatever thing that is, it's yeah. not a kangaroo. It's more like a combat llama or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but he looks amazing. Yeah, you know, he's a great-looking model. I know you guys don't like the furry, the flying fur, furry, but I think he looks cool too. Not a fan of the cloud. I think that's kind of goofy-looking. Not a fan of the twins standing on each other's shoulders.
2: The uh, the waterfall is sweet.
0: The waterfall is awesome. That's yeah,
2: a it's, it's a great piece. It really is. It's super yeah,
0: cool. Absolutely so, is. Well, the awesome is great. Too. The
2: spear the, the spearman are great. Yeah,
0: the banner bearer is fantastic.
2: It's such, I mean, they just, it's a very Katy Perry, man. They went awesome on some stuff and not awesome on others. I don't That's know. That's good analogy. Yeah, it's too bad because I really wanted to like him. I'm a big elf guy, but All man, right. like what I like, I love
0: and what I don't like, I hate. I, guess, I hear, what, you. I hear pol- you. I hear mean, you. polarized for me. Like you guys mentioned already, the Blade Lord looks amazing. Yeah. 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 You know, they really knocked it out of the park there. The Spearman looked great.
2: Uh, Eltharian is legit. Eltharian yeah, yeah, he's fantastic. Teakless was yeah. horrible. Yeah, horrible, horrible, horrible. So many reasons for horrible. Right? Just, yeah.
0: well, the, the fact that he's flying on the guy's wing, it's like, what the fuck is that? On the
2: face and the pants. Right. I mean, it's almost yeah. like two different people develop well, this army.
0: Well, yeah, they or, and they do have multiple sculptors, right? You know, by, it's... Guy is bipolar
2: or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: something but depends on the day of the week
2: that he's uh, yeah, you're right which personality yeah. you get exactly as much exactly. as you guys
0: are hating to play against it i am interested to put some of this stuff on the table just to see how it actually plays out
2: yeah right on right on
0: so i think that's it all
2: right. I think so too
3: all right boys thanks for joining us no josh hope you're feeling better oh, shortly
2: oh I'll... as long as i don't move i feel just fine uh, if I move, cough, sneeze, or laugh, I'm I'm feeling it.
0: That's just more of a reason to play Civ, right? Let's sit still. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> go. Got to try them. Got to try Portuguese out, man.
2: I tell you, I like the uh, gold man. They're they're yeah, pretty, the yeah. pretty awesome. The Gauls yeah. fun. Yeah, I yeah. had
0: I, I had fun with them too. Well,
2: it's nice that your 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 special warrior or your special um, <laughs> unit is a warrior, so they already start off with a beast mode unit from turn one. That's yeah. like. like Wildly I mean, beneficial.
0: I, I have mixed opinions on that. Okay. I, I
2: agree because then you can't use them for very long.
0: Right. That's my. That's my right. Dude, you're like, using the
2: warrior longer than you're using anything. I that's mean, that's true. In boy, that barbarian warrior. fight phase, you're you know, all you're all warrior yeah. and slingers for a long time. It's true, a you role. You don't win the game though in the freaking ancient era though. You're <laughs> right. winning the game late game. I don't know, dude. I sat at a barbarian camp with that guy, killed it. Took the – raided it, killed it. Raided. It. I did that for like twenty turn, like 20 <laughs> different times. Man, I you made never like me to sleep. I made like a thousand dollars, dude. So I don't know. I don't know.
0: You know, I think. Uh, I think it was the last version of the version before my favorite all-time um, specialized unit was the uh, the German Panzer. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Panzers. yeah. Super cool. The Panzer Super was cool. awesome. But yeah, anyway. For sure.
0: All right, JT. Sorry to be putting you to sleep. Right. <laughs>
2: snooze fest over here separate podcast that was civ
0: talk so (laughs) Uh, all right everyone well thanks for tuning in we appreciate you listening we'll see in a couple weeks and hopefully we'll keep you entertained then so thanks for listening and remember if you're cobra kai you kick ass don't be a pussy